Welcome back to Normies Like Us, the podcast that reminds you it is hip to be square. I'm Jacob. I'm Mike. I'm Colin. And I'm Joe. Stories and more tonight on a special 60th episode of Normies Like Us. Angelico cat. Always good. I called it, dude. Bloodborne. One and done. The thing about Ultimate Alliance is... One ever yet. I disagree with that opinion. Oh, I have another watch. Unbelievable. Alright, I'm gonna, I'm gonna bring us in. Alright. Go. Hey, bad boys. Welcome back to Normies Like Us. It is our 60th episode, and we are catching up on all things pop culture. I'm your host, Joe. Hey, I'm Mike. This is Colin. This is Jacob. And how are you guys doing today? Happy 60th episode, guys. Doing all right. (laughs) I I can't believe it. We've done 60 episodes now. Awesome. And as normal, we kind of just do like a generalities, a recap of current news, look back at past stuff. Uh, A lot of stuff been happening, but uh, what have you guys been up to? Yeah, we kind of embrace into our, our original segments. We'll do what we call big whatchas, big hitter mm-hmm. shits. Uh, but that's a great question. What have we been up to, guys? Let's do a big whatcha. Uh, a big old guys, whatcha. what's going on? What's uh, what's going on? Uh, well, for one thing, I can't believe that there's been 60 episodes and I've been on every single one of them. Yes, that's true. <laughs> Sometimes As he a host. silently in the background. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes he doesn't have much to say, but other times yeah. he has a lot to say. <laughs> Yeah, we should say Mike right. composed the music you hear every episode, but Jacob's playing it live, so that's him in the background <laughs> every episode. Yeah. yeah, yeah. DJ Cobb. A light pops on his computer when someone's streaming it, and he has to play it every time, <laughs> no matter what time to of day. Keyboard. I'm always yeah. like sweating it, because if I make a mistake, it'll be really noticeable. Yeah, yeah. so, <laughs> so our, our listeners in Germany are really messing up uh, Jacob's sleep schedule, yeah. okay? <sighs> That's that's the sacrifice that we make as a group for you listeners, and thanks for being with us. For if you've been here since episode one, hey, Star Wars joke. <laughs> hey, and if you haven't, go back and listen to them. They're all available. We got old episodes on YouTube. Uh, you know, wherever you get your podcasts, normies are there. Yep. Yeah, figure out why we call you guys readers. Uh, uh, listen to our flubs. Go back, listen to episodes, and say, "Wow, you know all that information they're giving us. I'm willing to bet about half of that is right." <laughs> <laughs> That's not bad though. Yeah. 50, I'll take it. Well, let's go around and do a quick watch then. Can we start with a hey, Jacob? What you, what you been up to? What you reading, watching, playing? Oh man. Um, well, you know, I've just been watching a bunch of stuff. And uh, do they have titles? Uh, yeah, they. Some of them have titles. Yeah. Um, no, one show that I've been that I that I was really uh, enjoying when I watched it was this show called The Boys on Amazon. Prime. Oh yeah, I've, you've been talking about this. It's like you, a superhero yeah. show, right? No, he's been texting about it. He's been texting us how much he likes the boys. It's uh, yeah. so this makes a lot more sense. <laughs> well, you yeah. guys are the boys to me. Like oh, I think of right. you guys as the boys. Are you cracking um, cold ones with them? I like or? you guys. Yeah. yeah, iced coffees. Uh, but no, the boys is a show on Amazon, and it's about basically it's it's kind of like Watchmen. It's like the premise is basically what if superheroes were real. But they were all assholes, basically, and they're all like bad people. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of more realistic look on on superheroes. It's kind of like a dark take on it. But basically, um, you know, all these superheroes work for this giant corporation who like controls their image and everything. And then like basically the Justice League, um, but they're all kind of corrupt and, and evil in their own ways. 
Um, but it's really great. It's 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 eight episodes and uh, super like bingeable. Like I think I watched it all in like two days. But uh, it's it's really good. I think like the production value is like great for like an Amazon show, and the acting is really good. So uh, check check that out. There's a lot of dark humor in there too. Like if you're a fan of like really dark stuff, uh, it's got a good yeah. stuff there. And it's really it doesn't shy away from like the the blood and guts. Like it's pretty. It's pretty graphic at, at points, and it's pretty dark too. Like there's like, you know, sexual assault and stuff portrayed. So it's kind of like, Ooh, this is dark. a mature tone show. Yeah, okay. based on but a comic that realistic. is equally as dark. Yeah, and also it has moments of comedy that are actually really funny, and it has um, what's that guy's name? Bones from the new, uh, the new Star Trek. Carl Urban. Oh, Carl Urban. Yeah, and uh, yeah. he's great. And then the guy that plays. So basically. The, this universe's version of Superman slash Captain America is basically this guy called Homelander, and the guy that plays Homelander, uh, it's a great. It's a, it basically he's like this, you know, like Captain America persona in public, but then in private he's actually kind of like a sociopath, basically. And the acting is just is 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 pretty great. Nice. That guy's the star of a uh, Showtime show called Banshee that I've been trying to get you guys to watch forever. But, oh yeah. Uh, let me ask you guys this, Jacob. Do you watch any other Amazon Prime shows? Because I'd say that's maybe the biggest budget TV show I've seen them put out, and it really paid off yeah. for them. Uh, what about Good Omens? That was them, right? Yeah, I watched Good Omens. That was that was pretty high budget too, I think. But uh, yeah, um, I haven't watched too many Amazon shows. I tried what? to get where into... my Jack Ryan boys at. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I haven't seen that. I tried to watch. Um, Man in the High Tower. Never really could get into it, though. Oh, um, interesting. Yeah, but uh, yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty good. And the and the main kid in it is actually uh, uh, should have Dennis Quaid. If I remembered the guy's name, Dennis He's Quaid's, Dennis Quaid's kid. son. Yes, yeah. Dennis Quaid's son. Ridiculous. So you go. <laughs> go spend some time with the boys, everybody on Amazon. Yeah, do you know who like, is really uh, who his mom is? Jacob right. Meg Ryan. Right, Meg Ryan Ugh. and Dennis Quaid had a child, and he's in The Boys. Ah, uh, so... He's a boy. Joe, have you watched this? <laughs> uh, I've watched about half of it. I, it's not that I don't enjoy it, it's just I haven't had a ton of free time. But yeah, Mike, I, are you I mean, a Prime? Yeah. Do, you, do you watch Prime shows? Did you watch this one, Mike? No, no, we don't have Amazon Prime at all. Um, I'm already overwhelmed by the amount of streaming service options that I have, <laughs> and now well, we're getting more, so... It's useful for shipping things and for watching shows. Yeah, this episode is brought to you by Amazon. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, you can use our affiliate <laughs> links. You don't pay anything extra. Just click our link when you buy anything. And for shipping um, no, things. But, That's right. You uh, did open up yeah, that I'd, postal service uh, business, Jacob. <laughs> Out of your garage, you're, you're doing a shipping. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, exactly. Postal service, postal service. In this gaudy apartment complex. <laughs> but basically, yeah, Mike, I think you should... Uh, oh, Mike. 2000 colonists cutting himself and laughing yeah anyway that's great that's great but yeah definitely check it out on amazon because uh if you're into superheroes but you're a little um tired of the the marvel kind of take on it maybe to um have a more dark take on it and it's kind of like watchmen um but probably more realistic of like this could actually happen in real life than watchmen you know there's also Mm. a lot of volumes of the comic book that you can go through and uh and binge when you wait in between seasons, because I do believe it will be coming back for a season two. Yeah, I'm super excited about that. 
But let me ask Nothing. you this, though, guys. Like, because here's my take on it. I watched it all. I enjoyed it very much. Everybody's saying, "Wow, it's the best thing Amazon's ever put out." Uh, I'm so impressed. I've seen a lot of fanboys be like. Yo, this shows why Zack Snyder got it wrong. Like, he couldn't update it like these people could. Again, you're playing with very different people. Superman's never going to, like, yeah. smile as he rips somebody in half. Um, but yeah. my other comment would be, meh. You know, the boys, I, w- I would say it's been beaten to the chase a thousand times. Amazon already had The Tick, which deconstructed the superhero genre. Something like Preacher, which is literally from the exact same comic book writer, Garth Ennis, yep. literally breaks it down sort of the same way. Yep. Um, Netflix has had a thousand shows like that. I mean, it's like at this point, I don't know, I'm just kind of tired of people being like, it's superheroes, but it's not, because they know they're superheroes. And it's kind of funny that they know, and it's like, oh, yeah, yeah, you're totally right. Colin, like Misfits on Hulu a while back was similar. Yep. Yeah, Colin, that kind of worries me because a book that we're both fans of from Robert Kirkman, Invincible, uh, that's going to be getting an animated series pretty soon. On Amazon and, uh, Prime as well. They're in the business of making fun of the stuff they want to make. It's like, okay, yeah. yeah, you're right, Joe. And like, I love in- Invincible and I'm super excited about it, but I think you're right. That is kind of like the new, you know, th- that's also a subgenre of superhero movies is the kick-ass uh the boys right you know well, I the think meta-reflexive superhero movie yeah that is well, it's like definitely dark been, humor right it's definitely been done before that concept but i think what the boys does that not many other ones have have really gotten into is kind of the corporation angle of like the corporation that controls this justice league um basically they can contr- like it really gets into the pr and like how everything is just like fake and like the, how the corporation basically just controls um, these different superheroes, and like tells them what to do. And I think that kind of is an angle that oh, you hundred percent have touched me there. on as much. Yeah, no, the deep is worried about his movie deal. I've never seen that before. Yeah, hundred percent right. Reminds right. me of this. Um, there's a manga or an anime called Tiger and Bunny. It's like these two mechs that fight robots and protect the city. They fight monsters or whatever. They're like corporate sponsored, so they have like decals slapped all yeah. over them, and they have to do shit for. It's ratings. like NASCAR. Oh my god. Yeah, it's like NASCAR superheroes. It's crazy. So I like the idea that Boys plays with like that realm. Mm-hmm. I think that's kind of cool. I would definitely check it out. Like I said, it's, where did we see that Mystery time. Men? Where's a Mystery Men series? Right? Yeah. Where's oh, uh, right. <laughs> bring it back? That's the first. So far ahead of, of its time. All Star, not Shrek. By the way, damn right. Oh, Watch the music video. It's got clips from yeah. the movie. Mm-hmm. Because it's kind of an interesting take of how basically these superheroes are just seen as like giant celebrities, basically. But they're celebrity. It's like they're a combination of like a hero firefighter mixed with a with like an A list celebrity, and that's kind of how they're portrayed in this universe. Yeah. Okay. Well, what else have you been going? The boys seems like definitely a strong recommendation. Yeah. So definitely check that out. Um, another thing I did want to mention is um, so this one's kind of has a personal connection for me but basically so my old film professors um they're all they make documentaries and they made a, mm-hmm. a a new film that came out on netflix called american factory and um so definitely check that out if you're not into documentaries so much i would i would still recommend checking it out because um even if you're not really into watching a lot of documentaries this one is really engaging and um I could go into like what it's about, but it's better just kind of go into it, not really knowing what it's about and, and, and just, um, watching it. So definitely check that out on, on Netflix right now. Hey, great plug. Plus former Oscar winners. I mean, these people have made, you know, Oscar. Yeah. Well, they were Oscar nominated. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, but basically, so this is, so the Obamas, they may had this big deal with Netflix where they have like a production company that like chooses different movie, different like documentaries and stuff to come out on Netflix. And this was the first movie chosen, um, to come out on Netflix. And it was shot in, uh, like Dayton, Ohio, where we all, uh, well, three of us went to, uh, school, right? And, uh, yeah, it's our old, uh, professors. Wow. Um, so it's pretty That's so cool. cool. Trump's going to do the same thing, but it's going to be with uh, restaurant franchises. It's going to be like, who's going (laughs) to open like a Mickey D's or a Hungry Jack's? (laughs) I like Um, it. The Hunger Games? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Mike, you're killing me this episode. (laughs) But definitely check this out. This uh, movie gets into kind of the... um, Basically, it's about a, a, a... so it's about a GM plant that closed in Dayton, Ohio, 10 years ago and then reopened when it was bought by a Chinese company called Fuyao. And it really gets into the cultural differences between Americans and Chinese. They're working together in this uh, plant together. And it gets into the kind of work culture, how it's different in the in the different uh, countries. And then it also gets into kind of a labor thing with, with uh, the workers wanting to have a union in the plant and the Chinese company being very against that. So... Um, definitely check it out if you're interested in, uh, you know, unions or uh, <laughs> China. <laughs> Welcome to the Union and China podcast. <laughs> um, no, that sounds awesome. Kind of, kind of just looking at how um, global manufacturing has come full circle, uh, and the yeah. way that the interplay of you know Eastern and Western business cultures and values. You know, yeah, and the way they film the streaming boy on this podcast though with them hot Amazon and Netflix racks. It's true, man. <laughs> That is true, but uh, the way this documentary is filmed is just really, even if you, like I said, you don't like documentaries, check it out, because it's it's very human, like, they follow these different people around, and it's very, obje- like, sub- objective, so, like, they don't really take a side in this film, but it just shows the different uh, perspectives, and everyone kind of has their own reasons for doing things, and it kind of gets into that, and doesn't really paint anyone as a bad guy or a good guy, even though it easily could have gone that route, and so I think it's very human so nice definitely Oftentimes, yeah documentaries will try to make a villain or something so i like right. the fact that they're trying to just stay neutral here's people and perspectives i think that's cool yeah so that's American on Netflix factory now. check it out yeah. um yeah and then other than that i've just been uh you know watching star trek a lot of star trek Boo, you've nice. been playing anything game update uh playing not really i've just been playing different stuff nothing too exciting no, not really. Been playing a bunch of different stuff. Not exciting. That's yeah. <laughs> yeah, fair. I, just, I, mean, I, I understand that. Here, I'm totally here. not committing to a bunch of games right now, but no, I know. Yeah, yeah, I've mainly been playing Madden 20, which isn't really that interesting for uh, this podcast, I don't think. It's a it's a football game, if you haven't heard of it. It's called Madden. It's for jocks. You probably would hate it. It's for cool jocks like me who uh, yeah. beat up nerds. That's the name it's of the, the show, Cool like Jocks Like Me. <laughs> that's the next one yeah cool. let's go hey jacob your spin-off cool jocks like me <laughs> <laughs> from the corner um, to his own show that'd be so, a good spin-off yeah uh so we're talking streaming services there is a freebie called tubi and on tubi there is the mxc extreme most extreme elimination challenge do you guys remember no watching way. that uh, yeah oh, it was on sick. classic tv they yeah. dubbed over that Takeshi's yeah. castle yeah, uh, so all of those are on there. Um, oh, that man. has been like my guiltiest pleasure. 
Other than that, uh, Cassie and I are already in Halloween mode, man. We are watching wow. uh, Ghost Adventures and Dead Files. Uh, last night uh, we did a Scream and Species double feature, which was a lot uh, of fun. Nice. All right. You're giving me some courage here. I've been putting off some horror movies, but also feeling the vibe. Okay. Scream and Species. Good picks. Good picks That's to fun. dip, man. Yeah. Um, and then... Uh, there's a new console in my life that we'll talk about when we get to the video game section oh. of the episode. Oh, a Dreamcast? Uh, yes, Sega yeah. Dreamcast? Uh, a Gamecast, actually. <laughs> That's Sega Saturn, yeah. That's right, man. <laughs> Playcast, yeah. Um, yeah, and there's some great new comics I'm reading as well. You got House of X, which is bringing the X-Men back to the spotlight of Marvel Comics, and Absolute Carnage, which is kind of the updated take on Maximum Carnage. So, wow, uh, that sounds good to me. Yeah, some good stuff. I'll definitely dive a little more in further in the episode. Nice, nice. Colin, what you been up to, man? Well, I'm still running and gunning on the DC streaming app. Uh, I got my two boys here, Jacob and Joe, that I'm always pushing to get on that thing. Mike, I'll say to you too, but have you seen Young Justice, just like in general, the cartoon series? Have you watched that at all, Mike? Oh, I've yeah. seen it. I'm familiar with it, but I've watched, you know, less You've, than three episodes. But ah. I know the format and the characters. You know? That's the reason. I mean, me and me and these two guys right here, we watched that as it was coming out, that second season invasion where it was just like literally turning to each other every week being like, oh my God, what's going to happen next week for like a kid's cartoon series? Not bad. Like, so Yeah. 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 You got the water cooler talk out of it. I mean, yeah. It's pretty engaging. I'm yeah. sure. So here we are yeah, it getting justice. updated weekly on Outsiders, um, and it's just, it's so different. I've oh, said wow. on here before, Calderon is Aquaman now. We've also, I want to give you guys an update, hit the point where they are exploring his bisexuality. He does have a male partner currently at the moment as well, which is pretty interesting. Hmm. Uh, wow. uh, there's, I mean, there's actually a lot of characters that are hitting that. Uh, the character uh, Spectrum or Violet. Uh, is uh, is dating like two of the people on the team right now, a guy and a girl. So it's it's all very they're polyamorous. Yeah, all very right. much. We're, so. we're modernizing. That's good though. Yeah, but they're on the uh, sexual spectrum. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. She is. Uh, but I've I've said to you guys, check it out, check it out. Now I'm going to hit you with a cool down warning on it and say, I'm a mm. little worried that we're hitting peak cramming. Uh, just to give you guys a rundown of what the storyline is this season, it involves the Outsiders. The Outsiders are a group like that were created, you know, back in the seventies or eighties to be like a team that Batman led. Like, right? Yeah, it was of Batman just, like, and the Outsiders. Yeah, like, Batman, Mephisto, Black Lightning, Katana. Yeah, yeah, like Morpho, like like the Morpho, worst people. Right. Yeah, and just being like, ooh, okay. So they've ditched that and sort of made it like. The Outsiders are the new Young Justice slash Teen Titans slash X, Y, and Z. But they've got that going on. They've got Deathstroke versus the Teen Titans going on. They have Batman Incorporated going on with Black Lightning being betrayed by a team that Batman has put together that he frequently says, you and your Batman Inc. are just fucking me over with all these other people. And Batman's like a character in it, Joe. Like, think about the old series. Wow. We never saw the older characters oh. as Does it include, like, right? um... Do you have like Batwing and stuff like in it too, or no? It's like Barbara in the wheelchair, uh, Dick, obviously, um, uh, Jason Todd. It's it's pretty dope. Oh, I thought Jason so. Todd was dead in that universe. Yes, he is back now. It's it's kind of interesting. 
Wow. Okay, cool. Yeah, so I'm have giving you, you guys watched, way too um, many spoilers. I apologize. <laughs> have you watched <laughs> the Hush movie? Because that's on that app now, too. No, I have not yet. Uh, I definitely want to check that out. I'm very curious about that. Yeah. yeah but the last thing I'll say, too, is... Uh, but the thrust of the story altogether is the new gods coming to Earth. So you're going up against Dark Side. There was a great big Barda episode. Um, wow, Granny That's Goodness is like on. the yeah, exactly. It's like that is peak DC storylines. Just everything is crammed together. So while that exists, yeah. they also have like the Justice League in space. But it's like, come on, I I know that they have like Zeta tubes that can get them back in a second. Like I, I don't believe any of this. So. Mm. I definitely have to check that out. I, I was really into the first two seasons, especially season two, where they kind of do some risky stuff, right? Where there's like a time jump, like all the characters are like different when you first start watching it and you're like, what's going on? And then you kind of figure out afterwards what, you know, major characters like die and stuff. And, and it, it just takes risks that a lot of kids shows or, or, or animated shows like that wouldn't take. Yeah, I mean, we keep saying kids show. I think it started as that, and then they realized that was not their audience, and they have updated yeah, it massively. It's like halfway through um, season yeah, two. It's, it's not really kitty. Yeah, it's, it gets pretty dark. Uh, yeah, I definitely want to check out the newest season. I haven't gotten to it yet, so I'll definitely have to um, watch that. Gets pretty dark. Let me tell you guys, stays pretty dark again. Spoilers, but I just I got to talk to somebody about these storylines. So just to tell you guys, like. Our Robin that we grew up with from season one, who was Dick, who is now the Nightwing, A.K. beyond that, he's even like more a shadowy leader now, has suffered a stroke after being influenced by the anti-life equation and like sees an imaginary Wally who's still dead, the Kid Flash guy. So it's like, it's so grim and dark. He's he's definitely going to be coming out of the Speed Force at some point. Maybe that's what it's leading towards. I hope so, yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. Well, that sounds good. So how many apps uh, so far have we recommended? <laughs> uh, Netflix, Amazon, yeah. and DC. So how are you watching? You're watching that on the uh, DC yeah. streaming thing, Colin? Yes, I have said before, uh, and I will say this to you guys again, uh, I got this recommendation through a podcast called Grift Horse that teaches you how to just do grifts <laughs> that are just like, you know, I like doing grifts. positive ways to fuck over corporations. I've got multiple credit cards recently because of that. I just use them for the free trials of streaming services, get in them, get off them, and then just watch them in like a binge status. So Sounds I like recommend you, you guys be, wow. do that. Recording this. Yeah, what's your address? Hey, <laughs> yeah. What's what's somebody gonna do and say about that? So you know. Hey. Uh, yeah. Well, Colin, let me ask you something. Have you been watching that show Titans? Uh, I did watch Titans to uh, I've I've cleaned them all out at this point and to rank them out uh Swamp Thing's the worst because obviously the budget was slashed they had no idea what they were doing and supposedly there was a lot of corporate overtones to be like make it like a CW show make sure that at the end of every episode there's like singing people at a bar hanging out and who she's going to kiss is like a thrust of the storyline and you're like oh that's kind of interesting who the Swamp Thing is going to kiss <laughs> and it was like dead the in Swamp the Thing's girlfriend and whether or not she's going to kiss the Swamp Thing is like a big thrust <laughs> that's of, what I'm tuning in for yeah, Exactly. It's like action. so you're like, eh, that's at the bottom. Yeah. Titans Titans at the middle because Titans is Titans is trying so hard to not be DC and it it you feel it with that, you know, fucking daredevil influence where they're like, let's make it gritty, awesome. We've said it before right. on this podcast, the fuck Batman lines, like it's all just bullshit. Season well, two. I I'm saw very a trailer excited. that was like 
I think it was a trailer for the showing what happened in season one to get ready for season two or something. And it looked like pretty much insane. So I was yeah. like, Oh, maybe I should check this out. It looks insane, it looks kind of... but also nothing happens in season one. Oh, really? <laughs> and in fact, they end again in episode short because of production cuts. So the season two trailer and stuff that looks exciting, it almost looks like it has nothing to do with the plot of season one. So again, you're yeah. like, Oh, okay. Soft rebooted. I guess I'm into that. I don't know. Colin, but nothing that's exactly what I control. think they're doing. Is just yeah. they're just soft rebooting it to make it a little more um, better, I guess I would say, a little more relatable. You have different characters coming in. I might I might jump in at season two and just skip season. I wouldn't one. even watch season one. Go right ahead, Joe. Really? Yeah, that's what. But I'm Bruce Wayne is is like a big part of it. It's like Jorah Mormont, Bruce Wayne. Yay! Mm, nice. It's it's we're back to. Our Bruce Wayne from the 90s, a.k.a. turtleneck Bruce Wayne, who just, like, walks right. very slowly through hallways and would probably, like, take a batarang and be like, come back here, Mr. Freeze, as he, like, throws in. <laughs> He's just uh, brooding now, just walking yeah, around. I love it. Brooding in my turtleneck. Get my brood on. Mm-hmm. All right, well, Colin, we might have to talk after the uh, off-pod about what your... Uh, a password is for you. Grift. Oh, there we go. Grift. Grift. Yeah, yeah. Grift. Grift. <laughs> uh, Mike, one last watch. What, what do you think, yeah. Tim? Not uh, a lot, but it's like one thing that became a lot. You know, I, I we talked on the D and D episode how I was going the second time we did it. Um, how I was going to run a session. Jacob's one of those players I've never DM before. We ran the first session, and that wow. was super, super fun, super rewarding. Oh, it was awesome, yeah. Yeah, they, uh, they saved the fields from burning down from goblins and hobgoblins and, you know, changed some hearts in the town. So uh, it was really cool, but now, like, that process of designing maps or encounters or just learning how to run the game has been, like, kind of all-consuming for me. I watch a lot of YouTube about it, so not a lot of shows, not a lot of video games. I've just been, like, into, like... How do D and D better? Life he's, he's in D and D mode. Yeah, that's it. Um, but that's how I get. I get like laser focused. So it was Dark Souls. You know, like a month ago, we're putting that on pause. We're not off of it because it's still medieval and kind of D and D tangentially related. So for in, in, inspiration, I'll play it. But anyway, not a ton going on. But I'm excited to talk about kind of the news of the week and things that have been going on uh, during the last span here. So yeah. Yeah, so why don't we jump into it? Let's talk all the movies and TV news that's coming up. We're back. We're talking all about the movies and TV news that has come out since we've done one of these big updates. And obviously there's one big bad mamma jamma that's hitting on november 12th let's talk all about disney plus and what that's bringing to the table yeah seriously i mean d23 just kind of wrapping up uh, over the weekend um so we got a lot a lot of big news there's a shitload of content on this thing and as oh, we yeah. mentioned in the watches we're already promoting four or five different apps now there's a sixth one <laughs> it's getting insane but mike um, guys, this one has espn discovery and the simpsons <laughs> right oh man i'll tell um, you have you guys seen national any of the, geographic yeah oh, that's right any of the new shows yeah, yeah and so national let's, geographic let's talk about all of them man um first off i think this is like the the must get app like i was gonna be pretty soft on it and then the announcements came out and it's like well 
I don't really care about seeing any like I care more about the Marvel, Star Wars, and Disney stuff that's going to be on this app than I care about the movie theaters. Um, yeah. So like, like, let's talk like Marvel right out the gate. We got new shows. We got looks at shows. What uh, what are you guys excited about on the Marvel side? Well, for me, what I was um, excited about when I saw the Marvel was um, actually the fact that they're doing What If and that Ms. Marvel is going to be a thing. I thought that was super oh, yeah. rad. Those are like the, the What If show is so exciting. It's going to be 23 episodes, one for, service. Each, <laughs> yeah, one yeah, for really. each uh, movie in the MCU up to that point, right? Like how yeah. cool is that? Yeah, I think the one they teased was What If uh, Carter was Cap. It's, Cap you know, in Britain. Yeah, how awesome. So I'm super stoked for that. Guys, uh, Jacob and Colin, you see anything that really excited you about the Marvel uh, panel? Besides, obviously, WandaVision being a sitcom. Oh, yeah. (laughs) It it made me interested. I was going to write that whole show off, but I'm like, Well, I guess you're also excited that Kat Denning's character from the Thor universe is coming over, and the FBI agent played by Randall Park's character, Jimmy Woo, will also come over. So does that mean that maybe... It's been 10 years since we've seen Darcy, Kat Denning's character. Uh, has she mm-hmm. gone from an intern to the FBI, maybe? Is she partners with Jimmy Woo? That could make sense. Could yeah, I could constantly investigating the superhero goings-ons. You guys aren't doing any superheroes. <laughs> in, si- in a sitcom no. neighborhood with Katherine Hahn as the lovable yeah. neighbor. I don't know. <laughs> and they're... Um, I mean, I think the thing that's most exciting about this, right, is we had the Defenders shows on Netflix. We have Mm -hmm. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and the Inhumans that were still going on ABC and didn't last on ABC. This seems like they are committed to keeping it all in the MCU. You have major stars like Tom Hiddleston, uh, all of the Avengers, Mm -hmm. basically. What if all of the original voice actors are going to be, or all the original actors are going to be back doing voices for the show? And they already said, like, Miss Marvel, one of my favorite heroes, she's premiering in her own show, but she will be in the movies moving forward. Yeah, I was always, because we've been talking about how cool it would be to see Kamala Khan actualize, you know, and like get some more representation. We had Miles do Spider-Man, which was sick. So I'm excited for Miss Marvel. It's just a little weird to have Captain Marvel and Miss Marvel at the same time. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. But I'm sure they can figure it out. I have a what if, and that's what if um, Spider-Man wasn't in the MCU. Yeah, and here we are living that reality. Wow. So I I figured now it's a good time to touch on that because... Yeah, let's it's related, talk about because it. Tom Holland like, is what if you shot project. me in the heart? I'm well, sorry. here's here's what I think. Um, you know, all this is happening right now, but I think eventually they'll they'll work things out. They'll because cut a deal. There's too much uh, money involved for really them to not work it out. Like they're just going to be missing out on so much money. And like, if Sony thinks that they can make more money by making their own movies, then I guess they really haven't been paying attention to the movies they made in the last you know 20 years or whatever so other than spider-verse of course because that movie's great oh and academy uh, award winner you got to pay attention to that yeah but they got to realize that a huge draw of these new spider-man movies is the fact that he's in the mcu and taking him out of that it's it's going to lower the interest that people have in seeing even though i still you know i love tom holland as as spider-man and everything but i couldn't imagine like him not being the mcu and you're a tom hardy venom defender yeah, and if if we can get some kind of reality where Tom Hardy Venom comes into the MCU, uh, uh, you know that would be great. That's well, what they, they wanted. Have to. I mean, that's what uh, that's what Disney was fighting for. They wanted, 
not only a bunch more money, but they wanted access to have all of the the Venomverse characters make their way into the MCU. And I think Sony was just like, no, but if you, if you look at the moves they're making, um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, they just – they bought Insomniac Studios, which is the game studio behind mm-hmm. Spider-Man PS4. Obviously, uh, they see this character as their their bread and butter, their cash cow, and I just think they're going to try to milk them for all he's worth. I guess my hottest take on the situation, I care a lot less about him being out of the MCU with all of the people we now have coming into it. Uh, mm. Kamala Khan... Kamala Khan hits that teen hero learning the ropes under a mentor, and it makes a lot more sense to me than than keep talking about Tony Stark with uh, Tom Holland. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, the problem is now taking him out of the MCU is that they just spent the whole last movie basically having him go through an arc where he's got to live up to you know uh, Iron Man and everything. And so now you're not going to have Happy. You're not going to have you know, all these, you know, you're not gonna have Nick Fury. So I don't know, it, it really, it's kind of interesting, because I think a lot of people liked Far From Home. And now it's, it's, it's going to be completely different if they don't work a deal out. I hope they're able to do what Deadpool did, where that movie took place in the MCU. They just didn't say it did. They didn't acknowledge it. But like the final battle of the first Deadpool movie takes place on a helicarrier. I mean, like, well, no point do they say, no point the do they X-Men. say S.H.I.E.L.D., but like, it's the MCU. I mean, I'm pretty sure, isn't it the X-Men universe of the... Uh... Sure, but what I'm saying is, like, they they hinted at other stuff by just, like, having stuff that looked similar. And I uh. think you could do the same thing. And it's it's not like we're losing Tom Holland. Like, we are still going to see that Spider-Man. Right, He's right. just not going to be a part of the MCU. I think uh, Disney... I think both sides are to blame. You know, everyone on Twitter was like, blah, 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 boycott Sony or whatever. <laughs> Disney is just as much to blame asking for 50% or whatever when their last deal was like 5%. I mean, you don't go from 5% to 50%. You know what I mean? Oh, you know, they were going to ask if you don't, if you don't ask, you'll never get it. But, um, one argument fans have been making is, and I don't think Disney deserves 50%, but I mean, anyway, um, but this is now a time we can tell Spider-Man stories. It's not, Iron Man, baby Iron Man. Now it's just Spider-Man in his universe. That's something that's been brought up, and I want to get your thoughts on that. Well, here's my fear with that. Is that what we get, or are we getting more opportunities to shoehorn bullshit spin-offs that are characters no one cares about? Like, yeah, the a Morbius yeah. movie, movie to me is a joke, yeah. and I'm a Spider-Man yeah. fan. Um, like, I don't... You, you just spent a Venom movie making him look like a hero, and now he's going to want to murder a teen for some reason carnage is a bad influence mm. maybe yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't <know. laughs> I don't know i haven't um, seen venom uh my take on it just to do the devil's advocate is i don't care <laughs> yeah it's like what's the who cares we got what we got and it was fantastic and you can reference it however you want to reference it but the fact of the matter is the final shot and perfect wrap up we got is like exactly what Jacob said they did spend all this time of him building up and it's going to be perfect you're going to be the leader everybody knows your name now you're fucked it's over and he's like no I mean, I yeah, think that would be great if we never says, saw him. yeah that's perfect we, we haven't heard from him <laughs> yeah. he's been in hiding it's right, the, well, uh, that it's that damn Parker luck mhm Far From Home ends on a huge cliffhanger, and I and it just, I don't know. For me, I feel like it would be a shame if it doesn't get resolved in some way. Um, but maybe I don't know. Yeah, I we'll think have to see. 
even if it doesn't flush out before the next movie, Jacob, I think you're right. Some point down the line, like, look, there was a time where we said Spider-Man would never be in the MCU. And then it became, okay, well, the X-Men will never be in the MCU. We had Spider-Man. The X-Men are coming. Preach. And, you know, who knows? Maybe we will get that that fantastic Wolverine Spider-Man body switch movie I want so bad. Yeah. My oh, main yeah. concern is that, um, you know, I, I'm not as much of a Spider-Man fan as, as some of you guys, but I kind of liked what they did with Tony Stark and him and kind of made him the it. Uncle Ben stand-in. Um, and I just feel like, trusting sony to take the the reins of of this new of the tom holland peter parker uh i just feel like we're gonna get like oh let's flash back and retell the uncle ben storyline again 100 percent. that's what it's gonna be the the yeah. thing that scares me the most is that ari arvid is back in the picture i mean oh, he yeah. is beyond venom beyond the green goblin spider-man's greatest adversary is fucking <laughs> amy Pascal well he flies around on that glider joe it makes <laughs> sense yeah. he has um, those big mechanical arms <laughs> yeah like those, that is, that's yeah. my concern yeah we'll have to see what happens tom holland however is back he's at d23 for a couple of other disney projects he's he's around you know but you could tell he was kind of sad he's like it's been a tough week i love you 3000 was the last thing he said before he left the stage so you know he just wants to he know where he wants to be and it's it's a little lover's quarrel with disney and sony hopefully they no. figure it out but and back like, to the uh, marvel if you, if you want yeah to. and that's that's what i think is most exciting right like sure we're losing spider-man in the mcu we are gaining kate bishop she hulk kamala mm-hmm. khan um Moon Knight. Moon Knight, man. Like, what is that? There is so much exciting stuff that's going to be on this TV show. Uh, Colin, I know you're a big fan of uh, Kurt Russell's kid, who's going to be playing U.S. Agent. I mean, I think the stories, the stories they're going to tell on the app, for me, really fill the the things that I think are missing from the movies for the MCU. Right? Because we got. Like the Eternals and I mean even Far From Home had these big like world ending stakes. I say that in quotations. But like now we're gonna have Moon Knight, who is a schizophrenic who's like bumping around New York City in the middle of the night. You're gonna have Kamala Khan who is the protector of Jersey. Like you're gonna have these ground level stories. Captain uh or not Captain America, uh Winter Soldier and the Falcon, that's gonna have a lot yep. of like that spy espionage stuff. So I think all the app shows are really filling a void that I'm missing in the movies. Yeah, I, I think they look great. We also got, um, like, She-Hulk, and then you got, what if Daredevil and She-Hulk were on opposite sides of a court case? <laughs> we'll never get that, Mike. How dare you? <laughs> oh, dude, no. Come on. Let me ask <laughs> you this, legal though, procedural in the Marvel Universe. Law <laughs> and order, I mean, you, blind you can never and never say never Yeah, blinding. Let me ask you this, though, Joe. As these gigantic mega fans of Marvel that we are, blah, 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 are they overloading themselves? We saw them go from, we can only do three movies a year. We can only do four movies a year. We can juggle one slate ahead of our current slate. Now we have to juggle those plus TV shows in continuity that kind of, to me, I am excited like you are, but I do feel a little bit like with the Randall Park and Cat Denning stuff that it's like, fuck, we've got these guys under contract for one more movie. Technically, this TV show would count as a movie. <laughs> So, I mean, I, I here, here's my thinking, though. After Endgame, I need a break from the world-ending stakes of stuff. So, like, mm-hmm. spending the next five or six years telling these smaller, isolated stories with these characters where you're introducing 
like another 15 to 20 superheroes. Colin, to me, that sounds like a great setup for Secret Wars. Oh, that is cool. Yeah, I like that too. And it's like the world needs time to recover. It's like the period between World War One and World War Two. Like yeah. evil needs time to reassemble now, and like you know, the world is finally getting back to normal. When you know, here's a new big. Oh, uh, who's going to be the MCU's Hitler, Mike? That's what we're all asking. Um, Mickey Mouse. Ariana. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there we go. Um, so that's kind of the Marvel side. Um, we can also look at the other big news. That's right, Lizzie McGuire. And (laughs) (laughs) just like let's sum it up with this mike you keep bringing up the streaming services blah 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 uh readers of this podcast reach out i'm sure we're two months away probably from doing a disney episode because of disney plus but can i get a buy or why from you guys like what will you be buying disney plus will you be getting rid of a streaming service to have it instead i want to hear from all of you jacob will you be getting disney plus um i'm kind of like i'm not really sure but i'm kind of over disney and like there's some shows that i want to watch on that but i might just find a way to watch them in other ways um, legal ways. Legal ways, of uh, course. Of course, obviously. She all could come get you, bro. Don't you dare. Um, because <laughs> I mean, there are we some, should talk some... about. So, uh, you know, they talked about shows are going to be released weekly, but also they're maybe implementing password sharing restrictions. So you might not be able to do these things. It might come down to yeah. are you going to watch it or not um, watch it, Jacob? What's made to understand is that they said it was going to be like six ninety nine, right? And then that you could have allegedly seven accounts seven profiles on an account yes so you could have a family of seven so if one of you gets it or i get it we're just you know we, we all live all in the same it. house obviously You're that's just a dollar your, well yes yeah. mike we all there's live in also going to be that's add-on canon. options um, yeah but the base price 699 for seven activations you kind of can't beat it i'm sure it will go up over time as the demand is like oh yeah you know but it seems worth it especially with what i want think we should jump to because it adds to the value is the Star Wars stuff. And, oh, 100%. Yeah. And 100%. we know what I'm most excited about. But yeah, that's where the money is for me. It's like yeah, th- some of these Marvel shows and the Star Wars. The rest of it, yeah. Okay. I mean, I'll that's tell you, I was like, gonna, oh, I, for, for me, it's a day one download because The Mandalorian is a day one release. And that um, takes place after Return of the Jedi and before The Force Awakens. Everyone's like, how did the First Order come to power? Here's where we get some information, yeah. presumably. And even if we don't, I don't yeah, care so much about getting information about like, the grand state of the universe. I just love mm-hmm. that John Favreau is going to tell a John Ford movie set in space about Pedro Pascal hunting down bounties. Like, to me, that is just, uh, it doesn't get any cooler than a space western, and that's no. exactly what we're getting. Yeah, yep. I was going to say, like, if there was anything to get me interested in this, it was The Mandalorian, to me, looks super awesome. Um, I'm just kind of, like, tired of, of Disney owning everything, but I guess I'm going to have to just accept What a cool, it. Um, interesting take. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but, no, because, like, The Mandalorian does look, pretty great so i guess i will have to get it just to watch that <sighs> it looks pretty um, great but is that i i texted joe this is that the peak of the violence the you know action that they can do they keep saying they want everything pretty sanitized on that app but it looks like it could be I pretty mean, brutal it looks like a guy may get cut in half by a closing door yeah it looks as violent as star wars or marvel movies ever are is my yeah. response right. to that like maybe not to daredevil me, I- but 
it's not. I was going to say, way. yeah, like it, um, to me, the trailer almost looked like a movie. Like it was so, like the production values look great on it. Like it looked like rogue one to me, oh, um, yeah. like mm-hmm. some of the shots in the trailer and yeah, I'm here for the, for the space Western. Um, but I'm a four year old baby who's confused and needs to use the remote. And I accidentally click on that when I wanted Lizzie McGuire, <laughs> isn't that going to mess with their brand? Colin, Lizzie uh, McGuire's not for kids either. Lizzie McGuire's a, a millennial 30-something in New York. Like, I don't oh. think that that's going to be... Oh, are they bringing back... That. Oh, what's the... Are they bringing back Lizzie McGuire? Yes, yes. They're bringing back Lizzie McGuire. Yeah, I wasn't with, kidding. They're also Hil- doing... <laughs> Hillary they're Duff? also doing High School Musical. Hillary yeah. Duff's back, son. Yeah, I'm Hillary sorry. Duff is back. I take it all back. I didn't know that. Well, and I the apologize. other thing is that... I, I watched every trailer that they put out, mm-hmm. uh, including the High School Musical. Uh, it is there's a censored shit in it, so like I don't know who the target audience for that is either. Obviously, that's not for children, or Disney wouldn't have like a curse word even censored. You know what I mean? Because it kind of looks like the it looks like their take on Glee is basically uh. what, what I got from the trailer. Yeah. Well, you know what? Forget uh, Lizzie McGuire. What they need to bring back is Even Stevens and get a reunion <laughs> of Even Stevens. You know? the, the other thing that I am super excited about, and if Cole was on this podcast, he would back me up. You're getting all of the Disney Channel original movies. You're getting... Oh, sure, God. Sure. Alley you're Cat getting, Strikes. Yeah. You're getting over 5,000 5, episodes at the Ghost of the Multiplex. Of all Disney <laughs> Let's just Channel mumble a thousand titles. Wow. Everyone's favorite is Luck of the Irish, right? Luck, of the Irish. Luck of the Irish. Oh, really? Yeah, I like that one. <laughs> all right. Um, that's crazy, though. Yeah, just the backlog alone, obviously, is insane. Yeah. But like Disney classics. You, I mean, like, you're going you're gonna to have it all. Yeah, and for that price, it's crazy. Um, then the other Guess thing that again. they did bring back, though, I need to say it. It's Obi-Wan. He gets a show. That's right. Hello there. How do we, he didn't say hello there when he came on stage. He had a huge opportunity. <laughs> no, Mike, how dare you? Even McGregor is not here to meme for you. Why not? Um, so, um, yeah. That's a day one download for me right there. That's what oh, I was yeah. worried that Solo ruined because wow. like, it didn't do well. I was like, oh, now I'm not going to get the Obi-Wan movie. Well, Guess and here's what? where an we Obi-Wan are. TV show. And every episode of the show has been written. So I that is as far as they the are. Mandalorian. No, but I think he will. I think there will be an acknowledgement of the post cred scene from Solo, where you had the reveal of Darth Vader or uh, yes. Darth Maul. Like it's I think we will get more about that Solo. They oh, say. and we'll get the Syndicate and everything. Yeah, that's cool. and guys, there's another whole show we're not even talking about. You're going to have Cassian Endor and K two S O. So like, right. yeah, you're going to have three shows expanding the Star Wars universe. I would expect to see. A lot of those crossing over in very slight ways. It's like there's a big plot behind everything that's moving in the background that has a ripple effect on the micro level of all the heroes. And like, you know, we have the last episode nine coming out this Christmas, uh, mm-hmm. which w- we can get into that as well because there was some footage shown. Yep. Um, there's they're taking a break in the movie theaters after that. And mm-hmm. knowing everything they're doing on the app now, it's like, well, yeah, that makes sense. Why would I need to go to the movie theaters to see Star Wars when you're giving me three Star Wars projects that are all going to be tonally different and cover different right. parts and times of the universe? Like, I don't need to go to theaters for anything. And the work of distribution and sending out prints, you know, it's, it's, and marketing, right? Just put it on your app. Yeah. You for seven bucks, bam. 
Well, yeah. Obi-Wan sounds interesting to me. I definitely think Mandalorian is, is definitely the one I'm most interested out, out of all of those. And, I mean, anytime you can get Werner Herzog to be in your, <laughs> your show, I mean, come on. like. And Mandalorian's that, the one kicking it off. That episode one will be available November 12th when the app releases. My God. Yeah, the I'm Rogue One one is pretty whack, I think, because they all died. Why do we have a show about them? Well, it's a it's, prequel about... Yeah, it's just I about those that. two. I mean, like yeah, I, the building I of the Titanic. On that, you want to yeah. see them build the Titanic? Well, because when you're introduced to Cassian Andor, you could see how they could, I've done he a could lot be of in shit. In, <laughs> yeah, he yep, could be in prequel right. stuff. It could be interesting. I'm not Pedro Pascal. <laughs> see, I, I like that because it's Diego it's Luna. here's a here's a solo esque show where you don't have to worry about people being mad that you're ruining Han Solo because it's not yeah, Han Solo. It's Cassian Endor, and it's his adventures of being a smuggler, roguish hero. Yeah, and he's kind of like he's he's morally gray because you see him in the beginning of Rogue One. He like kills that guy, and it's like, oh yeah. shit. Like and then you know me. you're you're gonna have the the Mandalorian. I mean, I think it, to me it just hits all the right points, right? You have the mm-hmm. Jedi stuff with Obi Wan. You have the bounty hunter, uh, space, space Western. Western stuff, and then you have kind of the rebellion espionage stuff. Like, yeah, I think it's you know a super what? cool yeah. direction to go into with with these shows. That like I think. When they were first announced, some people were like, oh, like a, a Boba Fett movie, even though he's not really Boba Fett. Uh, um, but people were like against it. But but now that people have seen it, it's like, oh, shit. No, the trailer awesome. really better. feels like Star Wars, right? No. Yeah. Well, and, and yeah. the other thing is, to me, it's worth paying, you know, six or ten bucks a month to have every Star Wars movie at my disposable, at my disposal, <laughs> yes. whenever I want to watch them. Like, it's worth right. it to have all the Marvel movies whenever I, just I want to watch, watch them. Yeah, The Last Jedi over and over because that's the only. Yeah, Star there you go. Like. I joked, but I or feel the, that way about The Simpsons. I'm not going to bite on it. <laughs> well, let's talk about the the let's wrapping up footage. of Star Wars. Yeah, so not footage that we got to see, but footage no. in the room people in Anaheim got to see, which featured Ray in a very different look. What do you guys think? Yeah, do you guys hear about this? Did you see anybody write up? I what? did. I did not. Well, remember how I pitched to you um, the other day in the office how cool it would be if they had the classic double turn? Yeah. Yeah. Well, Ray is depicted in the end of this trailer in a dark cloak holding a double-bladed red lightsaber. Oh, sick. Yeah. So whatever that means, whether it's a force vision, we know Palpatine's back, but that is a crazy image. Who knows yeah. what it means? But so the idea could... of yin and yang, balance in the right. force. You saw the poster, Well, so though, I could Jacob. see Ray... The poster what? looks great as well. Yeah, so seen I've it. seen them. They're kind of like dueling. I could see Ray going to the dark side. I don't know about Kylo going to the good side, though, um, because they kind of already teased that a little in The Last Jedi, and then he's like, no, I'm still like a bad guy. So maybe they're going to see the death of sides is kind of what this movie is going to be. Asked. Yeah, yeah. They're, yeah. They're, they're, they're both gray Jedi, right? So they're going to. Yeah. They're both uh, in the middle. The Skywalkers, like maybe. He's the only Skywalker. It's it's not her. It's Kylo. He's got it. So it's right. Steve Austin and Bret Hart double turn. The hero becomes the villain. The villain becomes the hero. And then through that, no sides. I'm thinking once once Rise of Skywalker comes out, uh, a lot of the Last Jedi hate will be or the uh, will be vindicated because actually the Last Jedi will look better in retrospect once. It'll look the like they had a plan out. for something. And oh, I don't know about that. We'll yeah, see. I don't know about I would that feel either, much Jacob. better. I think, and I'm I sure think, people... 
I think people who like The Last Jedi are going to be like, well, that wasn't as good as The Last Jedi. And then people who hated yeah. The Last Jedi are going to be like, finally, they got a good person to make this movie. And that'll just uh, make me even more Oh, uh, I, I just think it's this plane's coming down and, you know, clear the <laughs> runway, guys. <laughs> it's it going like, to be like four hours long. Like, you think they're really going for it? Because like, if yeah. they're going to do this we're about, epic double we're turn, about it's got to be. 90, 90 days away. I mean, it's December 20th. We've seen one trailer. Yeah. Right. And like just, a minute of footage behind closed yeah. doors. I just hope that I'm not the only one because if I if I like this movie, then I'll be like, you know what? I liked all three of these movies, and I'm going to be the only one in the world to have that opinion. I guess <laughs> this is my my hottest take, but I like Star Wars. I've liked every Star Wars so <laughs> right. far to an extent. I think I'll probably like it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Can I throw an old school complaint at you guys? Everybody was like, ah. Fucking Return of the Jedi sucks. Who's this Emperor character that comes out of nowhere? I'm yeah. not excited for, you know, J.J. Abrams once Palpatine. again to remake a movie by just doing it again by bringing Palpatine back. It's like, That's it true. doesn't, I look at these posters for these like, They're oh, look at the, the mock Star. posters for the coolest, newest trilogy. It's like, he's the center in the last one. He wasn't even a part of any of the last two movies at all. So well, I, I think know. it could be done in a way that makes sense. What where, thematically. Yeah, oh, but sorry, then you're spending 40 minutes of your movie being like, well, well, actually, here's why this is in that, and I'll be like, yep, uh-huh. It just, people when complain you were, about Snoke, but what if Snoke was just kind of like a figurehead? Similar to in the prequels, you had Count Dooku, right? And you had... What if um, it was, you know, what if it was from Kamino, the clone planet, they tried to remake Palpatine, but they, you know, the body got it, fucked up, and when he died, it released if, his soul, and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Joe, I want to hear your... your well, there, there's, there, there's two things about it that bother me, right? One, it feels like when you... I'm sure you guys played Star Wars when you were a kid, whether with action figures are in your head and you you would write yourself into a corner with the story you were doing and then you would just kind of like switch it real quick to like keep well it going actually you're still playing yeah that's kind of how it feels and i i guess my other thematic complaint right is the way i look at the last jedi you have that scene where kylo cuts him in half and then they fight together and he's like no 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 fuck snoke fuck the big shadowy leaders fuck the jedi fuck the first order it's not about that it's about us it's about the future uh let's let all of that go and then you have jj coming in and being like what if there was another big shadowy figure in the background right. pulling what if there's like, another the, planet-sized the weapon <laughs> no yeah like i Stop i that. loved I loved that they just killed Snoke. I loved that it was like, this guy thinks he's in charge of all of it. It's not about him. It's about these two characters we're following. And now it just seems like we're walking that back with like, but there's still Palpatine. Right, but the problem is like Kylo said that for all of 15 minutes in The Last Jedi, and then he went back to being, oh, I'm in control of the First Order now, and I'm back to being a a bad guy, totally evil. Yeah, because his girlfriend rejected him. (laughs) Yeah, he's feeling like he's... uh, cut my wrist and black my eyes bro he's taking the, he, he, he got taking the black pill <laughs> so here's here's where i'm at on this there's there's a canon novel that explains that palpatine was the apprentice of darth plagius the wise um and so he knows how to create life and they laid out that he has like 500 contingency plans and he said if an empire can't protect its emperor it doesn't deserve to exist so i think he had it's plausible that he has backup plans for sure. accounting for the fall of the empire. I, this sounds like something you heard at a night of the Mike. I don't know. 
It's possible. I, I, I did hear it in an opera. This guy sat next to me and he said, <laughs> He so asked weird. you. Uh, so it's I was possible. trying to watch the bubble show. And, and if you look at where Kylo <laughs> did say, fuck all this, right? Well, maybe now Papteen's calling an audible. He's like, well, Ray, it's kind of lean into the dark side she's holding on to her past and i then think i can manipulate her. i could definitely yeah. see mm-hmm. her doing the turn yeah. them both graying and then them just blowing each other up you know because it's yeah. what's there no, yeah <laughs> i see i see maybe palpatine kind of getting his roots into ray and then kylo is kind of doing his own thing where he's neither good nor bad but he's yeah. like a, a third entity and then it's kind of you have the re- you have the rebellion you have kylo and his in the Knights of Ren, maybe, and then mm-hmm. you have Ray working for Palpatine or something. I could. But see we're that all saying that we're all picturing this for her. Is this because do any of us believe we're going to get more lineage discussion in the next film for her? Like, is she going to end up being related to Palpatine? No. Well, she. Could I like be that created she's from nothing, just like Anakin was. I think there is going to yeah. be a walk back on. You know, Ryan Johnson's decision to have her be a nobody. I think that there will be a. See, a Shmi was a nobody. Like Shmi was a I nobody. Not. And then the yeah. force made Anakin. It, he could I hope not, Colin, but that's what I think it is. But here's my I other I could issue. see what Mike's um, saying, too, though, that it's just, yeah, spontaneous baby, blah, blah, blah. Palpatine yeah. did it. Here's, here's my other issue, and I guess the last thing I'll say about Star Wars is yeah. we're all sitting here and discussing what we think it should be and what we want it to be, and it's not going to be any of that. It nope. never is. <laughs> no, um, I'm still not. going to enjoy the ride, and I'm still going to do my best to love the movie because it's Star Wars, and I always love Star Wars movies, even when they're you know Attack of the Clones. I'm still there. I still yep. rewatch that movie every once in a while when I got a feeling for it. So regardless, I think I'll probably enjoy it, uh, but I don't think it's going to be what any of us are expecting because it never is. Yeah, you're yeah. right. I mean, people had all kinds of ideas about The Last Jedi before it came out, and then everyone was wrong. But I actually like that um, her parents are, are nobodies or supposedly nobodies, but also they Me could too. just Died say, in like, a pauper's you know, grave in Jakku. Yeah. But they could Put explain that as like Kylo on. was just saying that to you know manipulate her. But I think it kind of it, it it works better than oh she's Obi Wan's granddaughter or something like why, you know, why what does that really add to the story? In the eighties, people said the same thing about Darth Vader saying he was Luke's dad that he was just lying to trick him. And now everybody yeah. loves it. Yeah, you yeah. need the third movie to contextualize the second. I think. Just the fact that we're talking about it, they succeeded in their mission. We're clearly excited and speculating. So December 20th, you know where we're going to be. Can I do one last question to you guys? Hmm. The biggest criticism that anybody's ever had about this trilogy, oh my God, you brought these movies back and you never got a scene where the classic characters were all together. Now we know confirmed Mark Hamill. We know confirmed robot Carrie Fisher with how they're going to manipulate with her. Mm Mm-hmm. I'll ask each of you guys, do you think we'll get a ghost Harrison Ford in this movie in one little scene to sort of finally give us that? No, because the force ghosts were used for only, you know, Jedi can be force ghosts and Han Solo was never really... You don't think we'll force. get a Harry Potter duel rules <laughs> where like their lightsabers clashing at the end will make all maybe, the ghosts maybe. come up and it'll be like, we were with you the whole time. Oh, and Sirius Black's here too. And I'll be like, oh yeah. shit, this movie's awesome. <laughs> Colin, I think there's a chance for that, but I think it's even more likely that we will see Ewan McGregor or Hayden Christensen or even Liam Neeson. Like, I think Yoda, we will see- Frank Oz puppet. 
Yeah, I mm-hmm. think we'll see a lot of Jedi's in Force Ghosts because remember J.J. Abrams had said in the Force Awakens that in the original draft there was a scene where either y- you see Force Ghost Anakin. So I think you might see that in this. True. Um, I just know I, I don't know if we're going to see the whole three cast. I doubt it, but I know Ray has the Jedi books, and Palpatine probably wants those. That's all. Yeah. So there you have it. D23, obviously a lot of exciting stuff yeah. coming. Um, when it comes out, guys, November 12th is a Tuesday. Uh, that weekend, I want to do a, a mega party where we just keep all of the Disney Channel original movies going the entire oh, nice. day. Uh, it'll be like a, a great Friendsgiving. Uh, I'll start Disney movies or Disney original channel or Disney do Channel original. they have a Thanksgiving one? Surely they do. <laughs> Probably, but I'll start rolling them at like 10 in the morning and people can come and go as they please all day. Uh, the one about What's the, the date kid. again for the launch of the app? Uh, November 12th, and you're going to get Mandalorian Day 1. You're also going to get Lady and the Tramp, if that's your thing. Yeah, yeah, they got Lady and the Tramp live action, um, and uh, they're going to do Cruella de Vil eventually. Oh, and one last one I'm excited about. The, the World According to Jeff Goldblum, which just looks no. like Anthony Bourdain, but Jeff Goldblum. He just, they just throw him into a situation of like, here's some yeah. or he's glass just makers. Like, <laughs> it's like, yeah. uh, um. That's exactly <laughs> um, what it is. Uh, hmm, glass, glass, okay. So, and he mm. just learns these weird trades or skills. It seems really rad. So definitely the weirdest show, I think, on the offering. So yeah, that's kind of it. They give you six weeks. I think it's five weekends before the, the Rise of Skywalker comes out, so you have plenty of time mm-hmm. to watch the originals by the time you get the app and the Ooh, new shows. As good well. plug. Like and that. Endgame will be streaming on December 10th, so if you're thinking about buying the Blu ray and you can hold off until the app comes out, I recommend holding off. Yep. Anything else about uh, kind of movies or TV shows? I mean, that's where all the big news Spider Man, D23, Marvel, Star Wars, that's all the big news that's kind of happened recently. Um, I'll make sure there's nothing else we want to recap here. But that's um, it for me. That's the big stuff. I mean, we got It Chapter 2 coming out soon. Oh, um, that's right. Very soon. We'll be gearing up for Halloween episodes, so I'm sure maybe we'll end up talking about Yay. Pennywise again. Yep. that's in that. We'll have the whole month of Halloween episodes coming up. We'll kind of let you know the schedule as that gets closer. We always like to do yeah. the spooktaculars. So. <laughs> it's still August, though, you guys. I don't know if you, you know that. Well, we already heard that they're in Halloween mode. So uh, August is just pre-September, which is just pre-October, which is Halloween. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. October is just Halloween now. Um, yeah. It's no game, bro. But what are games? Are the video kind? And how about we go talk about some news? What we've been up to? What kind of updates have been happening in the video game world? Then coming up next. We're back on a very special 60th episode. We talked all about the movies and TV shows we're excited about. I've got some video game news, so let's dive in and talk all about that. Guys, it finally happened. I have joined the Nintendo family with a brand new Switch. Oh, he got the Switch. I'm so jealous, man. I got the Switch. What game do you have? I have have 
two games. Uh, okay. I have Marvel Ultimate Alliance. Finally. <laughs> Obviously taken the bulk of my time. Um, awesome. And then uh, Breath of the Wild, which is pretty breathtaking. Nice. But Colin, I got to ask. Um, I mean, you had a Wii and a Wii U, so you never really got off the Nintendo train. Having a new console makes me feel so stupid. I was like, say anxious. <laughs> there's like such a fucking learning curve where it's like, like, like you sent me your friend code. I still haven't mm-hmm. figured out how to yeah, how to impossible. use that or or where I access that. It's like as long as a fucking social security number. I, I like there's oh, certain yeah. things <laughs> that like I just don't know how to use at all. I had um, those stupid things that they've been making you create those friend codes since a DS. So since I also have Game Boys, as I call them as well, uh, I've had to deal with that. You are in the spiral that I get uh, when I get a new smartphone. Where you where you guys are incredibly oh, confident in getting one of those, yeah. That's how it feels. It's just like there's such a learning curve that it it makes me feel kind of stupid. I'll be honest. Like yeah. playing playing Zelda for because I I, I uh, Cassie got me the Switch for my birthday, uh, so I I got Breath of the Wild first and awesome. like loading it up. I was like, this is a lot of fun, and I just kept dying so often. I was like, I have no idea what the hell I'm doing. Like, right. there's so many like little like the buttons are just ever so different where it's like when i think what i think should be jump is not and like it's just little learning curves like that are you using the uh using it in tablet mode or using it on the tv i've I've been using it mostly in tablet mode i'll be honest which i think is i was kind of against that at first like i didn't think i would enjoy that but i feel like nintendo switch games are designed to be played without sound Colin, I know you always play games without sound. This is very new to me. Um, but, like, I mean, Breath of the Wild, it's all, like, you know, you just read it. And even if you have the sound on, it's just, yeah. like, sounds of the forest. It's not and like there's nothing do or voice acting. Yeah. yeah. No, no. Link's not talking to the entire time. And there's nothing Perfect. complex about the controls where you say, like, oh, I have to, like, sit up and really focus on this. Joe, yeah. I find myself as my official superhero, the horizontal man, uh, uh, finding myself <laughs> on the couch, you know, completely all the time. I, I never play it in docked mode. I'm completely immobile yeah. on this guy, uh, even though I decried um, mobile games in the past. But uh, I, like you said, only... it feels made for it. The 720, it takes up the whole screen. It's it's just easier, right? It really does, and like I was surprised by that because I thought like, oh, this screen is so small, I wouldn't enjoy it like that. But when it's in your hands, it really just feels natural. Uh, I will say that I've kept it docked for some major moments in Ultimate Alliance because I have been tearing through that. Uh, but then you you take it mobile and you get to do some of those Infinity Trials and stuff, and like mm. I ended up leveling up some of my characters like. 10 levels because I just sat for an hour doing the same trial over and over again because it was fun. Like, I was having a good time. It feels almost like... The ultimate question, though, have you played it at work? Have you taken it anywhere? How many rooftop parties have you been a part of as well? (laughs) It's like, look, you know I'm I'm always at (laughs) Yeah, you, your friends from all over. (laughs) Uh, So I guess I can't make it this week. I got a multicultural rooftop party to get to. Um, Mike, the token white guy of these parties. (laughs) (laughs) 
I haven't I haven't taken it anywhere yet, but mm-hmm. I will be traveling um, a bunch in the next coming months for New York Comic Con for work, and then um, going home to see some family here in a little bit. So like, I'll definitely be taking it on the planes for that. Um, well, well, Joe, let me ask you this: Did you? Uh, okay, so my 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 mom's been hitting me up because my little brother his birthday is in September and she's like, I want to, I don't, I don't know what to get him. I want to get him like some kind of video game or something. So I was like, okay. So my little brother, he's like a truck driver. So he spends a lot of time on the road and stuff. So I was like, get him a, a Nintendo switch. Oh, totally. The, the makes thing sense. is I said, hold off because they're releasing a new updated version that the battery life is like twice as long. Mm-hmm. Um, and that came out, I think in August. So did you get the new version or did you get the old? Can version? I answer this I, question real quick? It is not out yeah. yet. Joe, I believe you got the old version, correct? Yeah, I got the yeah. regular version. So um, if you, the Switch Lite out, isn't going to be dockable. No, mm. no, the Switch Lite is it's not. It's not the Switch Lite, though. It's, this, it's, these, it's the actual Switch. It's just a it's updated like processor and stuff so that the battery life lasts a lot longer. Yeah. Oh, straight they across did, the board, um, the processor is like 100% better. So I believe it's coming yeah. out in November. Uh, they did announce, Joe, oh, November. and I will say this for your brother as well, Jacob, buy it, buy it now. As long as you have bought it within this year, I will not qualify for this. You can trade in for just the amount for the postage. So they will honor giving uh, you the new version. Joe, you know, feel free to do that in a couple months. Yeah, yeah that might I be just, something that I check out. At the same time, been, though, like, I'm happy with it, so I don't, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, it's like yeah, an extra half hour of life. battery life, yeah, is what they say. Well, it's like twice as long. Oh. But I thought that it was out now because I was doing some research and, like, there's... They did it's soft like really, roll it out. Yeah, it's like really confusing because I was like, I sent this picture to my mom. Like, you really have to look at the box art, and like, there's slightly different box art, and that's how you can tell if it's a new model or classic Nintendo new new uh, Nintendo 3DS XL (laughs) different than Nintendo 3DS XL. It's it's the same price, so why not get the? the It's a mix of what it's a mix of what you're both saying. So there will be a big launch in November. But they did a soft launch where they didn't advertise it at all. They just started shipping it out to stores um, literally like two weeks after I got mine. Well, I've been telling my mom to hold off on getting it because she doesn't know anything about Well, if they allow you to trade it in, I say pull the trigger. The classic giving your mom advice for the video game for your brother. We have all been there. Yeah, right. (laughs) No, you have to make sure it's Um, for the Sega mom. (laughs) Kevin doesn't have that. It's a perfect device for... It's the perfect device for him because, like I said, he's a he's a truck driver. Oh, absolutely, so he just drives around the country in his truck. And uh, what better game system than having a little Nintendo Switch in your truck with you, and then you can just play it, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, I will say, like, cultural um, parties at the truck stop. You can, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think those are different truck stop parties. Yeah, I was going to say <laughs> they occur in restrooms. <laughs> different than the ones I've been to, for sure. Yeah, you got an extra controller. Um, um, yeah. <laughs> let me play with your Switch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> there's a <laughs> Doc uh, yeah, I, I, yeah, I've been in, I've been enjoying it. I'm really glad I got it. Uh it's definitely Can we talk a, a little bit Ultimate Alliance real quick? Yes, yeah, please. Uh, it's all I want. It's all we're ever <laughs> going to talk about. So you were saying you're throwing it up uh onto the big screen. That makes sense to me, Joe. It gives you an opportunity for a lot of really great cutscenes in this game, huh? Yeah. Oh yeah. Um I mean, I love Yeah, so it's 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 not Ultimate Alliance one like right out the gate. Obviously, Ultimate Alliance the first one is the untouchable. Best game. Um, mm-hmm. I would say it is on par with the second one, though. 
I do love all of the characters. Uh, everyone plays in fun ways. Um, the costumes are kind of lame. I, I haven't really unlocked any that I'm excited about, and the ones that I have, I really couldn't care less about. Um, the story's been okay. It's really cosmic in base, but like, you know, the gameplay is is what you're there for, and it's been a ton of fun. Like, I will say, there's such a fucking learning curve with Nintendo games, though. There's like six sub menus, and I don't understand how to use. So, any how many of them. times have you fucked up the right trigger versus the right bumper for for using team oh. up attacks with a teammate versus individual team attacks? All the time, Colin. Yeah, All every the time. time. Every time I go <laughs> yeah. to use it, it uses half your energy versus like a fourth of your energy. Joe, yeah. I'll just say right now, I'm not really liking this game for as much oh, hype. Really? I mean, <laughs> what really? we this is like heartbreaking. Fans, close your ears, <laughs> fans. Like we talked for what since episode one? I mean, one? I guess a year <laughs> plus <laughs> about yeah, Ultimate yeah. Alliance. I'm pretty let down. Uh, I just think well, here's it's... the thing: we haven't played it together. Yeah, yeah. and that's Mike. You're a hundred percent right. I definitely think is. you know. I have not played it with Joe. There is some sort of team. That's definitely where the bread and butter for these games are. But mm-hmm. it feels like this odd cocktail of super juvenilely simple slash impossibly hard <laughs> that really turns me off to the game. There's a lot of grind to it. Um, yeah. But, like, to me, that kind of goes with the mobile aspect of it. Like, mm. I love sitting on the couch watching a movie or, like, Cassie will be playing Kingdom Hearts, and I'm just, like, grinding out the same trial over and over yeah, again. Yeah, you said Infinity Trials, those score. waves, I Absolutely. do feel good giving myself over to those, of being, like, yeah, you right, like, short I circuits on really, the TV. Really, bam, 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 enjoy bam, bam, bam. that. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I'm looking, yeah. I'm intending to get one. We're going to be also traveling in um, October. We're going to Hong Kong and uh, Korea, but... That's like a 13-hour flight, so I'm going to try to beat Dark Souls on the plane. I saw a YouTube video where these guys did it on an 11-hour flight, so I'll see uh, wow. if I can beat Dark Souls this on one showdown. flight. I just want Mike <laughs> yeah. on a bullet train or you know, just taking the Metro, just playing mobile games with people. That sounds great. Yeah. But I will get um, Ultimate Alliance, and you know, I'd love to jump in and see how that goes Man. multiplayer. If I can figure out the friend code, social security number. I'm not. Yeah, here's what I'll just say. Real, sorry, go right ahead, Jacob. I was gonna say, can you guys team up online so like you could both get mm-hmm. online and then team up? Endlessly complicated answers, but basically not unless we're near each other. <laughs> because oh. the again, the Nintendo online complex is worthless. So if we both had Nintendo online subscriptions, we would only be able to be paired up with random players. If we were playing localized offline co-op, uh, yes, we would be able to play together as long as we both have our switches there. So there's no like match. There's like no matchmaking or the like, matchmaking's all random. random. That's what players. I'm saying. It's not. There's no team making. I can't right. reach out to Joe to make parties. Again, Nintendo is. I would say at this point, maybe 20 years behind everyone else on the online. <laughs> yeah. It is like astounding. And just to complain, and I'm sorry. This is what I was going to cut you guys off with. I've got. I'm, I'm reaching out to my brother, and I'm being like, I'm playing Ultimate Alliance. I'm not really liking it. And he's like, Ooh, I'll tell you what I bought instead. Uh, the new Fire Emblem's Three Houses game. I immediately yeah, stopped playing that. that as well. I, he did not like it. So we're ragging on Nintendo at a time when 
You look at their sales, Super Mario Maker 2 is one of the best-selling games now that they've released and it's still topping the charts. So maybe the type of games just aren't really what we're looking for right now because that's not something we're going to play. No, well, I mean, I, Colin, I, like I think... I think it's a uh, yeah. Of course you do. That's a uh, Minecraft. But the Mario, online, right? we wouldn't be able to play with each other even if we did. That's what I'm saying. Is right. it's worthless. You can play other people's levels, right? But yes, but like I could only jump on random up. levels. You wouldn't be able to send me your oh. levels. Oh really? No, it's all. Colin, it's I'm so little, screwed up. I'm a little Maker surprised they had a code system. It. Oh really? Yeah, Mario Maker One had a code system where because people would make like famous like maps that got notoriety. Yeah, you'd share the code around and try to beat them. There probably is a way, but I don't have a Switch, so I'm talking out of pocket. Well, I think what's cool about Mario Maker, sorry to go on a tangent, but you have to, basically, whatever level you make, you have to beat it in order to upload it. Oh, that so is So there's cool. no unbeatable that. level. Like, any level that's online has been beaten by the creator, so it technically is possible. Even those yeah. ones where it's just, like, a sea of, like, bouncy things. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. crazy to me. So I like the idea of, like, trying harder and harder levels and, like, trying to beat the beat the levels and stuff. Like, there's, like, a community aspect to it. But obviously, Nintendo has to get better about their online matchmaking the like smash the, brothers community like especially like that's the part yeah. that wants online they're all let down over. arms like the, the arms fact that you can't just is pathetic yeah yeah, yeah. the fact that you, <laughs> you can't just uh, like party up with someone else that has a switch like that's ridiculous i mean the fa- you, could do you that can't on communicate with Xbox each other you have to download the app on your phone to use your phone not as a phone but as a communication it's like it's so yeah. aggressive it's yeah. like xbox 360 had that figured out you know, 15 years ago. So Xbox Live right? had, had it figured out. out. Yeah. It's pretty, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's pretty rough. Nintendo, you got a lot of stuff figured out, but get your online sorted, mate. I mean, Colin, I'm surprised to hear you're not enjoying Ultimate Alliance, though, because it's essentially, to me, just like playing uh, Marvel Universe online. Yeah. You know, or Marvel Heroes. Like, it's it's very similar to that. And like, there was you know, so I, much the, more specialization okay with, in but. that. Is all I would say. Do you find any satisfaction playing characters or a team beyond the level twenty when you unlock all four of their moves and then you're done with that? And then you could, I guess, get them up to level eighty for what though? Yeah, I'm, I mean, I don't know though. Like we talked in Diablo, the the episode for that. Like it's, you know, people just crawl those dungeons. It's to me, it's that, but with a Marvel skin, and you know, I'm enjoying it. Nice. Uh, and Breath of the Wild's been really pretty, but at the same time, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing in that game ever. So. <laughs> no, you're just allowed to do whatever you want. Maybe yeah. your first Zelda game since 64, Joe? My first Zelda game ever. I never played Oh, you never one. played 64. Wow. No. That's probably um, something that's, yeah. But, like, I always end up wandering into an area where all of a sudden I'm fighting things that are, like, a million times stronger than me. And, like, I haven't <laughs> – my shield just breaks the second I jump on it and my tree branch snaps the second I try to fight anything. Like, Colin, yeah. I just I, – I figured out the puzzle for the giant elephant and then I was like, okay, cool. I did that. And then, you know, you have a Gandalf – water Gandalf come out of it. Sure. Or, Ganondorf. Ganondorf. No, no, no. It's Gandalf. Um, this one's special. <laughs> like, like I don't know what the fuck I'm doing, and like it's yeah. like okay, well I guess I gotta level up more. I gotta find these uh, shrines, Better and then I'll go to like... a shrine, and it'll be like, 
a, a very difficult challenge and like the robot yeah, in the shrine will just kick my those. ass yeah you want to yeah. do minor challenges not major challenges it, yeah, yeah the non-linearity gives you no sense of direction from what i hear like you could go from the beginning straight to the boss if you wanted to right so it's like you can yeah. kind of end up in higher my, level encounters so well my problem is i just of, keep wandering right into the bosses <laughs> like i'll be walking <laughs> right. through the forest uh, no. like, trying to figure out like I haven't you learned how to You found my lair, Joe. <laughs> oh, what? <laughs> it's like it kind of reminds me of Metal Gear Solid Five, but with mm. Link and Zelda characters. Yeah, it's just you know and, you wander um, into the wrong dungeon. Yeah, yeah. It a, might be overpowered, a, but a buddy at work also lent me the Mario game, but I haven't had a chance to check that out yet. Mm. Very rad. I am jealous of the Switch. Congratulations. Thank oh, you, thank listeners. You. <laughs> <laughs> For getting it over here now. <laughs> for pressuring um, thanks, Cassie, Cassie into for it. getting Joe on the on the switch wave. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, it's 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 been really cool. It's it's fun to be invested in a new uh, system, and also like, you know, I'm excited for sitting down on the couch watching football and also dicking around on my switch. So yeah. awesome, exactly. Well, uh, if I could jump on over, you know, I mentioned earlier for video game news. Um, we're going to be doing a Crash Bandicoot episode. That's going to come out next week. Uh, we're going to do a little retrospective because we have Crash Team Racing out and the remaster Nitro Fuel Crash Fever a couple of years ago. Yeah, so we're going to be talking Crash. I think Zelda is probably one that should be on the docket in the future as a huge icon. Uh, but personally, um, just the D&D stuff, but I did get this game. I haven't played it yet. Um, uh, it's called Ion Fury. Mm. And it's basically, they, it's 2019. It used to be called Ion Maiden, but due to copyright, they had to change it. <laughs> um, and it's a first-person shooter that's made on the build engine, which is the same engine that they made like Duke Nukem 3D in. But it like came out in 2019. So it like looks like an old 1996 shooter, but it's like the levels are way more massive. It's in an open city. It's kind of cyberpunk FPS. So it's like playing a cyberpunk FPS from 1999. I definitely thought that would be a racer. Wow. That sounds good. It's really cool. It really stylized. It's like super sick music. So I'm going to be playing that. Um, Ooh, let us know. I haven't jumped in yet, so I don't have a review or anything. Maybe uh, in a couple episodes I'll have a How about this? Jacob, you mentioned Metal Gear. Uh, Have you been looking at any of this Death Stranding news? Oh, yeah, yeah. Super excited for Death Stranding. So can I, you know, this isn't the hit or shit Mm -hmm. portion, but I guess we'll do that for this game. You know, the weird relationship Kojima's had getting away from Konami, where obviously they just wanted him to make Metal Gear over and over and over and over, Uh, and people are finally, uh, we just had them at a conference, getting their hands on Death Stranding and actually seeing what the gameplay is like, and Kojima Mm -hmm. has now said, like, you have to understand, too, like, combat isn't how you win this game. Like, obviously, it is, like, remarkably different than any game he's released before. I'm super excited that he's getting to be experimental. Obviously, he was not allowed to do that at the other companies. I don't yeah. think this is going to be a hit. <laughs> like, this is this is going to be one of those misunderstood Shadow of the Colossus, you know, that years later gets an HD right. remaster or that people just talk about endlessly where they're like, oh, my God. There was this game where you could play as Mads Mikkelsen and Nicholas Wendig Refn and and mm-hmm. Daryl from The Guillermo Walking Dead, Guillermo del Toro. Yeah. Uh, you know, I just think it's going to be a novelty game. 
Well, you don't think that the Hideo Kojima name is big enough to get people to to buy it on that alone, and then and then from there, like I think it does. I just think we're that he's reaching full Twin Peaks territory, where it's not necessarily something that's palatable or consumable. Yeah, I can see it being more of a cult hit um, with certain people, um, but not appreciated by most people, probably. Yeah, because uh, the casuals like the action and the gun shooting in Metal Gear. So if you take that out, it's just Kojima, uh, Kojima's weird narrative. And he's right. like... Been About a trans-dimensional like, be- delivery man who survives a rain that kills you. <laughs> and another, yeah. yeah, it's like, okay. Um, right. Yeah, it's very weird. And like the other... Metal Gear has been so cutscene heavy that this might just be like... A, like a 40-hour movie that you watch in between spats of walking in the wilderness. You know, for yeah. all we know. For sure. Yeah. We know that it is five combat, though. What's that called? Phantom Thread? Is that the one where he's getting poisoned by his lover? Phantom Limb. That's right. (laughs) No, Phantom Phantom Pain. Phantom Phantom Pain, Pain, that's right. Yeah. Uh, Supposedly, it is combat like that where, you know, it's it's, you're in that sort of drop-down universe. Uh, You can do the gunplay stuff, a lot of vehicle driving around combat. So, I don't know. Visually, it looks great. I mean, it looks... Stunning, cinematic, sprawling vistas, very creepy visuals. It's typical Kojima stuff, but uh, I have to see, uh, have to play it. So, uh, c- can I mention one game that I'm really looking forward to that's upcoming, um, mm-hmm. but it's not going to come out for a little bit? But basically, so there's this game that I'm really into called Mountain Blade Warband, right? And so, some people might have heard of this game before. Uh, but this came out a few years ago. Um, but basically, it's kind of a mix of like a total the Total War series, if you if you're familiar with that, where there's like an overworld map, you move your army around, and then you go into a combat situation where you're ah, fighting. That just really makes me think of those Arnold Schwarzenegger mobile game commercials, <laughs> like ah, whatever I hear, Total or War or anything like that. Yeah. No, Total War is like, you know, Rome Total War, uh, Medieval Total War. Like, they've made a bunch of those. Ah, Civilization, sure, yep. (laughs) Well, I'm I'm into all those kind of games. But basically, Mountain Blade Warband, it combines first-person combat, and you can also control your armies, and you just do different things. But basically, this game is pretty... uh, It has a pretty sizable community that still plays this game, even though it's several years old at this point. Mm -hmm. But the sequel, uh, Mountain Blade 2... Banner Lord has been in the making for eight years, um, and it almost got. And you know, you see the memes online. It's almost to the level of like Half Life Three of like when's it coming out and like Banner Lord when. That's kind of like the meme. Okay. Right? So Banner Lord for, when for, for eight years, right? That's that's what people have been waiting for. Well, so they've been developing this game. It's been in closed beta um, since like earlier this year, and they just announced. The official release date, it is coming out in March 2020. So get ready for that. All right. And I'm and that super is excited. That's my normies. <laughs> yeah. No, no, lots of people play this game. Like, it's not, not just me. It just sounds yeah, one of yeah. those, like, Evo or EverQuest or, you know, one of those, like, very early massive MMOs. Uh huh. Yeah, I mean, I, I see it. I'm watching the gameplay. It's cool because Looks yeah, you, you get, get the RTS, you control your troops, and then when you're on third-person action mode, there's like commands you can give to your troops as part of your yes. action set. Yes, so you're commanding like your troops, and you're also charge and rallying yeah. them, and also doing maneuvers. Right, but you can also fight yourself and. Yeah. There's a pretty good combat system, but what what looks interesting about Bannerlord is 
the the graphics are are much updated um and it just it just looks like all around like it's going to be a very good game um so i'm definitely excited cool. for that yeah medieval inspired if you're into that um yes well actually warband what's interesting is warband was very medieval um Bannerlord actually is going to be kind of like a genghis khan era type thing Whoa, so you're going around the cool. uh the steps with your with your tribes of nomads or whatever and yeah a lot of yeah. mounted combat i'm elephant archers cool. yeah and there's yep. a lot of politics involved too where you're like courting different lords and you're 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 sieging castles and and doing missions for different lords to get gain favor with them and then you grow your army uh and then it's 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 a great game i would definitely suggest anyone who's interested in that kind of game get mountain blade warband and get banner lord in 2020 Awesome. Colin, have we uh, heard any uh, game news updates from you yet? Yeah, I'll tell you. I was going to just say this to Joe. Uh, We were let down, you know, our past predictions. We were talking about the Mortal Kombat spoilers that came out for the DLC where we were Uh, like, look, the sound Mm -hmm. file says Chainsaw. Look, Bruce is tweeting stuff about (laughs) Ash being in video games. We're going to get him. Evil Dead is going to get a part inside the new Mortal Kombat DLC. Uh, no, that did not happen. They did release it. Uh, Mike, we got your Night Wolf. You should be very excited about that. Yeah, we got him. Uh, do you like his look, by the way? I thought it was kind of interesting. Yeah, I think it looks pretty good. I mean, He's, I like the Mortal Com- Ultimate Mortal Kombat 3. Yeah, it's not armored, armor. but it's definitely not like a classic take. But, you know, it's sort of like the, the way that they do the head and sort of incorporate his Native American blah, blah, blah aspects, I guess. I guess if that's what I'm you not, would call like, him, uh, Outer Dimension, yeah. I'm not sure they have that there, but... Uh, that's yeah, I'm not crazy about the helmet, but yeah. you know they have every single costume ever in Mortal Kombat yeah. 11, so I'll, I'll be all right. But we said this in our 50 episode. I was talking about, okay, guys, and we even said in our Arnold episode, all right, it's happening. Uh, you know, they say Terminator. We're getting him. Uh, we got the release. We said in that yeah. episode, you know, I was like, what's he going to look like? Are we going to have skins? Is he just going to literally be the endoskeleton of a Terminator? Is it going to be classic uh, Terminator 1, the punk, Terminator 2, the biker? No, we do know now that it is officially Dark Fate tie-in. So it is Arnold himself voicing the character. Mm-hmm. He looks like the older character that he is playing in that universe. Uh, did it bring down my excitement immeasurably? Absolutely. But, uh, you know, you do still get to play as a Terminator. Does it make sense that a Terminator is fighting Mortal Kombat people? No, but I would also say that the Joker makes no sense, so leave me alone. Exactly. I hate that it's the Joker, man. Yeah, it's like, so stupid. We couldn't get Bruce, but we get the Joker. There's literally a whole game franchise called Injustice where you can play as the Joker. Why can't yeah. you just give me Ash? What was that super early uh, MMO about superheroes, City of Heroes? It looks like you made mm-hmm. the Joker in that game, and he, oh, he just got spliced design. right in there. He looks terrible. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, at least we get Spawn and Sindel as another Mortal Kombat 3 Spawn, character. Spawn, the super hot property. No, come on. I, nobody's doing yeah. anything with Spawn, Mike. It's Keith David who voiced him in the MTV animated series, returning to voice him for this. Awesome. But, I thought they were ah. doing a movie, though. They yeah, are. but it's yeah. it's been bump after bump after bump. We got no sign True. of that bad boy. Spawn's last appearance was in Soul Calibur 2 or whatever. Love it. It's like it. the PlayStation exclusive for Soul Calibur. The Did Xbox he whip a giant exclusive. sword out? He had an axe, a big double-headed axe <laughs> oh, okay, with his logo on sense. it. You know, good branding. In in good Bruce video game news, though, there will be an Evil Dead game at some point in the next couple uh, of years. What does confirmed. that mean? 
Who knows? There's a Blair Witch game. Go back and listen to our E3 episode yeah. when we talk about that. <laughs> True. Any other video game news? I think that kind of is where we're at. Joe mentioned already that uh, Insomniac has been acquired by Sony, so that's uh, more Spider-Man well, to come out of that. More Spider-Man to come. Speaking of Spider-Man, there's some awesome stuff going on in the comic books, so why don't we web on over there and talk comics? We're back celebrating a special 60th episode. We've talked movies, we've talked video games, and here we are at traditionally our shortest segment, the <laughs> comics. Uh, what are you guys reading? What are you guys super excited about? Uh, I'll well, definitely jump in and start if you guys don't mind. I'm watching Preacher congruently with reading the trades because uh, Preacher is getting some of those big uh, remasters like a lot of books do where it gets combined into book ones, book twos, and book threes. Uh, Hellboy's getting the same treatment right now. Um, the Preacher show's terrible. <laughs> this is its final season. I, I gave you in our Comic-Con episode my very high hopes. We're like four episodes into it now. And it's limping to a finale. It's doing as much as it can to keep its incredible ensemble cast of characters separated. Uh, I'm finding while I read the comics that I truly just don't enjoy the storylines as much as I do the palpable characters. Uh, and maybe that's what it just has for me. You know, I would argue that Garthinus, you know, people like the boys let me tell you there's been a lot of changes to the boys tv show from the comics as well like it's it has been toned down it has been like corrected in a lot of avenues the ending for season one is completely different from the books as well i did do a, a deep dive on some of those while i was watching that program um i think garth Ennis is a guy of great ideas and maybe bad execution so yeah, and it seems like the creative team behind the TV shows really were like, okay, Preacher's done, we're moving on to the boys. Cause you well, have yeah, and it almost seems like, yeah. Well. No, I absolutely agree, Joe, but almost like the blindsidedness of it truly does have them be like, final season? But, you know, we're we're finally adapting, like, the third part of it. You know, even though we jumped around and made the first season a prequel, the second season adapted, like, book five. You know, the third season adapted, like, book two. Like, it's there's never been coherency to the no, material. it's all over the place. Yeah. Um, in the world of DC and Marvel comics, I have some updates. Uh, City of Bane is going on in Tom King's Batman. That run's going to be coming to an end here soon, and then you're going to get the Cat and Bat spinoff. Uh, there's a new costume for Tim Drake's Robin. Have, have you guys seen this at all? No, I'm going to pull it up here. Oh, it's awful. It's terrible. He looks like a UPS delivery boy. It's like gray and er, like <laughs> brown and yellow. Um yeah, like fans have oh, not yep. been happy about that. Do it's kind of a dark again. time. Yeah, it's it's like like the Tom King Batman stuff. I think has been great, but now you're getting a ton of the the uh, Thomas Wayne version of Batman in the book. Um, you're getting we still got Rick Grayson instead of Dick Grayson, which is like really getting on my last nerve. It sucks. So, Everybody uh, really hates it. It's it's uh, been Jason such Todd's a good not with run. the Outlaws right now. He's making a lot of bad choices. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I think um, it seems like they're gearing up for some big stuff. Like, 2019 was the year of the villain, and uh, it kind of feels like 
some of the publishing mistakes that have happened this year are a part of that. I'm hoping in 2020 with Cat and the Bat we get some stuff that kind of gets back to uh, its roots a little bit more because like, like I said, like I like Tom King's book a lot. But he is off writing New Gods with Ava DuVernay and it kind of seems like what you got going on with the Preacher and Boys team where like yeah. they're moving on. They're they're working on different stuff. Yeah. Um, I'm still liking the City of Bane stuff. I'm, mm. I'm hoping we get a satisfying end to Tom King's run on Batman. Um, but then the Marvel stuff I think has been really cool. Colin, have you been following along with any of that stuff going on right now? I haven't. Can I do one last DC before we get off that that I think we can all jump in and appreciate? Uh, oh, just yeah. as far as a comic book adaptation that I think is going to do really well. Let's talk about the Suicide Squad news that's happening with James Gunn right now. He's adapting like George Perez's run that's um, like, like if if – if David Iyer did like the first couple issues, this George Perez run, this is what made Suicide Squad good and like recognized. It is like the foreign country, the espionage, the really cool mission stuff with like Bronze Tiger. This is the stuff that and, like the Super Max uh, Green Arrow yes, movie was taking inspiration from as absolutely. well. Absolutely. The George Perez um, run. All right, so we just got a little casting news. So James Gunn is going to use one of his regular guys, Steve Agee, stand up comedian who was used in Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 as one of the Ravagers. Oh, wow. Jeff, yeah, he's going to be voicing uh, Killer Shark, so I think that, or King Shark, so I think that's really cool. Yeah, I'm curious right. to see how that goes. I mean, like, you could definitely see how James Gunn's style would fit the Suicide Squad well. So, you know, I would say I'm more excited for that than the now officially r-rated joker movie we'll be getting in october yeah not oh, yeah. looking forward to that at all the unaffiliated floating on an island universe joker movie <laughs> yeah um but you know like as we get more marvel movies and tv shows you know i think it kind of proves it doesn't have to be as interconnected as endgame and all of that was i hope dc kind of lightens up a little bit and robert pattinson's batman I, like, I'll tell you, I love the Rebirth suit. I really hope we see his Batman taking inspiration from that. Um, but yeah, on the Marvel side, it's uh, the X-Men are back in the forefront of comics. Colin, I know you got to be excited about yeah. House of X and Powers of X. So this is a major storyline that's taking inspiration from House of M, which was a comic book back in the day. Mm-hmm. Um and it's – I mean it really <laughs> – you can't deny that like Disney's got control again and X-Men comics were kind of just limping by for the last five or six years. No, you and it's Grant Morrison who again like has said all he wants to do is get his hands on X-Men and he's got his hands on X-Men and it's great. Yeah, and, and Jonathan Hickman. I mean like these – it's it's such an interesting wild story. It's only a couple issues in so far but – I'm really loving what it's doing with all the characters because there's so many different X-Men now. Like you're you're getting a touch on a lot of characters we haven't seen get the highlight. No, that's awesome. It's good to hear um, that the X-Men comics are really popping because surprisingly no news about anything at the D23 from any Fox X-Men property, you know. Yeah, and we Um, all had that. If I don't know if you guys were like me. Where it was like Kit Harrington will be Wolverine. That's at least what they're oh, going to announce. But no, Wolverine was like trending yeah. on Twitter with Kit Harrington. Uh, I mean, even after they acknowledged that he'd be playing the Black Knight. Yeah. Uh, but my fear he took is, the black. <laughs> my fear is Another that we're going to see what happened with the X Men limping in the background happen to Spider Man now that Sony's going to be 
having the uh, the rights because it has been uh, a golden age for Spider fans. Mike, I know you're not much of a comic book guy. Uh, you need to read Absolute Carnage. This is uh, a book that is um, – it's putting – It's a continuation. Yeah, Eddie Brock is back as Venom and he's teaming up with Spider-Man to take on Carnage who is never been spookier and they're acknowledging kind of like where the symbiotes came from and a lot of like kind of medieval Dark Souls-esque uh, connections to gods and stuff like that. So it's only a couple issues in as well, but Absolute Carnage uh, and all of its spinoffs I think are going to be really I am great. looking at these covers and it – Oh man, it looks cool, super right? sick. It's yeah. so metal. Now, so this is uh this is from a team that I love, uh Donnie Coates, who had a horror comic called Baby Teeth, uh, which mm. is really great. Uh and he's done some other stuff for both Marvel and DC, but Baby Teeth I think is like what put him on the map slash what I think is uh, one of his coolest things. And then okay. Ryan Stegman is doing the artwork who just really, I don't think since, uh, since John Romita, I haven't loved a, a Spider-Man artist as much These as I love this. panels are so dynamic. Wow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This is a good look. I will definitely um, be checking this out. Yeah. It's, it's one of those things too, where like, <laughs> you know, the maximum carnage storyline, you could jump in and you could enjoy this. Oh, that's awesome. Oh, that's yeah, because as we said, I've only ever owned the uh, the Carnage arc, so now I can just get it again. And that's that. To yeah, hundred percent. I would really recommend jumping in on that. Oh. Uh, so th- that's my biggest recommendation. It's just now starting too. Uh, my other thing would be. Uh, Kamala Khan has only existed for a handful of years. It is not too late to jump in and read everything she's ever been a part of before oh, yeah. the series starts. So I see so many one of my like, personal favorite Moon heroes. Knight? What is Moon Knight? Warren Ellis, he did one run of it. You know, uh, uh, Jeff Lemire did one run of him. That's you know, critically acclaimed. Jump on both those guys. Oh yeah, yeah, go ahead and brush up on your She-Hulk. Everything that they announce, it's going to be a show. If you want to learn more about these characters, that's a good. Now's a good time to do it. Yeah, Colin, would you recommend – I like the, the Marvel Now run for Moon Knight, and you could also go and do the Werewolf by Night from back in the 80s yeah, too. Yeah, much cooler. Um, and Dan Slott did a She-Hulk series that's really great about her just practicing super or super-powered law, which oh, is yeah. essentially and you like, get that team-up that you wanted, Mike, where uh, she goes up against Daredevil. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, so I would recommend Dan Slott's She-Hulk uh, – all of Kamala Khan, starting with Generation Y, the trade paperback, and uh, yeah, uh, Moon Knight too. Like I, the the Marvel Now one was really great, and I hope they take inspiration costume wise from that because that's where you get the the white suit with the pullover face and uh, yeah. all that good stuff. Nice, nice, nice. Well, lots of good stuff uh, in comics going on right now. Um, so be sure to check all that out. I think uh, it's time for us to hit on over to the wrap-up. We're going to do a quick hit or shit on upcoming releases. And uh, thanks again for joining us for 60 episodes, Normies. We'll see you on the other side.
So we are back. It's our 60th episode. We like to do uh, every 10 episodes or so these big wrap-ups and and make some predictions on stuff coming in the future. Segment we called Hit or Shit. Uh, There's some big stuff coming up. Let's do it, guys. Let's dive into some Hit or Shits before we get out of here. Lightning round. Yeah, let's do it. All right. I was going to say, do you guys want to go by year? Because we've got some stuff coming up in September, the most recent of which we talked about, It Chapter 2. Again, we saw the reactions. Messy, big, sequelitis. Not as good chemistry among the adults as the kids. Also, I thought a a standout uh, criticism. Uh, Can I get a hit or shit for you guys, It Chapter 2? It is going to be a hit. It hit. (laughs) Joe? Yeah. I'm, I'm going to say it hit. Um, a lot of the criticisms I'm seeing are the same criticisms you get in the book and the miniseries as well, that it's just not as fun when they're adults. I don't think that stops anyone from actually finishing the story out. So I think people are going to want to see it. And, you know, it's about to be Halloween. This is the horror movie of the season, right? I mean, there's not another one coming that... I think people are more excited about this. Is kicking it, kicking it off. Uh, yeah. Chucky yeah. coming out two months ago is just guffawing at you right now, Joe. <laughs> that is uh, baffling. Annabelle that they released it that early. Annabelle Part Two. <laughs> anyway, I think uh, I want it to be a hit because I love the first one. Obviously, with how the kids, we'll see what happens. But I hope it is a hit. Oh, okay. I'll be the only one here, guys, then. I'm going to say shit because you guys don't remember what a success it was for Warner Brothers. It was the most that it made for that studio that year. It's not going to come close to that. Uh, I don't think Uh, people talk about it as much anymore. Uh, It was on HBO. You you don't hear people being like, yo, I watched it again last night. really holds up, dude. Uh, We were all very hot on it. I don't know. Yeah. I would say, um, based on, like, presence of pennywise in the collector community though like people eat that shit up he oh, wow. is still he is a huge character still oh a hundred percent man there are pops and neca mm. figures that people are eating up so like based on like people who are still buying multiple versions of this spooky clown i got to imagine they're gonna go check out the movie i just hope that he becomes a spider and there's a giant turtle <laughs> I will say I think this has been the year of lackluster marketing, though, because, you know, we haven't seen that much for it and we haven't seen that much for Star Wars either. I mean, like, I feel like they kind of have this idea of like, well, we don't need to market. And that might Birds of Prey come comes out in six months. Them. We haven't seen one trailer. Yeah. Yeah. It's been it's been kind of weird. I feel like maybe Endgame had a bunch of people spooked off from advertising. You say that, I think it's Sonic. I think we're in a post-Sonic world now Uh, where everybody's like, I can't show anybody fucking shit because the further out I get, the more control they have. Yeah, exactly. That's true, too. Reflexivity. All right, well, that's it. What about the next thing I see on this list? We got Rambo, Last Blood. I personally am excited about this. I hope it's good. I just Uh, like Rambo movies because they're... They're from a bygone age. Come on, we know. talked about our legend episode, Arnold, that uh, we all like Sly as well. But I'll, I'll just mm-hmm. say right now, this is a shit. You know, we're in a world where the third Escape Plan movie came out this week, direct to video, and nobody knows that. <laughs> so it's like, who's going <laughs> to these movies? I didn't know there was a second one, let alone oh, yeah, a third baby. one. Well, we got Arnold in Terminator eventually, and then we got Stallone. So they're still doing the same movies that they did. I think then. both of those are going to be shits, Terminator and Last Blood. Mm. I think uh, you, it's just, you got to move on, man. 
<laughs> like it's just not going to happen. I'm just bummed because I have the tin box set of the Rambo collection, and now that is it's useless. I'm missing yeah. one. You love the uh, second one where he tin. teams up with Al Qaeda to de- to defend them against the Russians. <laughs> yes, First Blood Part Two, classic. <laughs> Jacob, I think, uh, I think Terminator will be a hit. And what but about this, Rambo: Last Blood? Uh, no, that'll be a shit. Mm-hmm. But. He, you know, this is coming from someone who enjoyed Terminator Genesis. Genesis. Uh, I'm a Terminator Genesis defender. But, uh, no, I think the new Terminator is going to be... Uh, I think it looks good. I think did you guys... Did any of you guys see the Rambo before this one just called Rambo? Yes, I did. I did. Mm. It was sick. It was <laughs> yeah, I like so when he, he, like, kills the guy with the machine gun. Oh, yeah. when he fires on the, the machine gun that never runs out of bullets, and there's literally yeah. just like a five minute sequence of him going, Aah! and they're sending those people across the minefield in the rice paddy. It's like, yeah, yeah. you got to save them. But yeah, I don't know why they're making a new one because that felt like the perfect way to end that franchise, kind of. But I hey, don't know. You know. I don't know. Special Stallone <laughs> wants to do it, I guess. Yeah, we had Creed two money, recently, dog. still doing it. So anyway, yeah. Um. Moving on, then we got the Joker movie in October. Uh, what do we think, Joaquin Phoenix? It looks a little. Uh, it's you different. hear Oscar. Everyone's for this, blowing guys. smoke yeah. up this movie's ass, and I just don't. It just doesn't look that interesting to me. It's like, oh, J- Joker. He's. You I don't know, give a shit about a Joker that got diddled. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. think. Um, I think DC and Warner Brothers are looking for that to be like a surprise hit like Venom was. And I don't think they realize that like people overseas just like the goo monster. People yeah, overseas right. are not going to go crazy over the like delusional American clown. I think they get enough of yeah. that already. To mm, me, it nice. looks like they're trying nice. to uh, they're trying to tread into this like, oh, it's like a superhero movie. But it's also like an art movie that's going to like get awards nominations. And it just seems like it's trying too hard. And it just... I don't know. It just doesn't look that good. What to if me. Paul the Thomas Phoenix Anderson effect. directed Alfred? It's like, oh, yeah. fucking great! <laughs> I don't yeah. care. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think that's going to be a shit. I'm going to go ahead universal and say shit. It. All four shit. All yeah, four. I'm going to say shit. Mm. <laughs> Sorry, Joker. Joke's Sorry, on you. Phoenix. <laughs> this one I don't know much about. I see we got Gemini Man is another release. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Uh, you Will don't know Smith? that Swick Willie's back <laughs> and he's back twice as hard. <laughs> That's right, Big Willie. It's Willy Big Willie style, style versus Looper Young Willie style. <laughs> That's right, Looper. <laughs> yeah, here's yeah. the story all about how my old version of myself smacked me down. I went outside, yeah. I here's saw myself. I was like, it must be a Gemini situation. But I'm bum bum beep bum. Yep. Bum, I'm gonna bum. say shit because here's the thing. Uh, it doesn't work for me in the trailers because old Will Smith has aged so well that he doesn't really look that different no, from young Will Smith. No, it doesn't look that different at all. It's just like yeah, they that's put a CG smoothing on him, filter guys. over him. Yeah, um, it's... Compare it to, like, Nick Fury and Captain Marvel, he looked way, like, way better de-aged than, than Will... Will Smith just looks like he has a different haircut or something. I'm gonna say shit, and I'm also gonna say Will Smith is now a YouTuber, not a movie star. Oh, <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> that's true. That's true. I'll say all he's right, a producer. Well, I'll say I don't care enough to even vote. Yeah. I'm going to say shit just because I don't know anybody who wants to go to this movie. And yet every time that there's like a cinema con or like a presentation for like moviegoers or anything, they're like, and we got the hot new Gemini Man trailer. It's like, oh my God. (laughs) There's other properties in the world that exist and you will be overshadowed. 
like cats. Yes. Um, I'm going to throw another hitter shit in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, All Elite Wrestling. Oh, dog. Hit. Hit. It's a great program. I think it's going to be a big old hit. I think yeah. it's going to surprise people. We talked about it on our WWE episode before WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's finally coming to TNT. The preview that they put out got me so Looked fucking good, yeah. amped. And they've been pulling great numbers. I mean, they're for, you know, Double or Nothing did great compared to WWE's event. And just the action, the talent, it's all there. They're firing on all cylinders. Yeah. I, uh, I'm, I just wanted to bring it up just, A, so we could tell you to go back and listen to the, the WrestleMania Wrestling. episode. But B, uh, because I really think that this the, the trailer they put out just makes it look like something so special. Wrestling can be cool again. Like, it's, it's all right. Yeah. Dean yeah. Ambrose, so... Definitely a good plug on that. Uh, how about one last hit or shit then, guys, before we get out of here? This is Zombie Land. Cats, Cats. We know that's going to be a hit. We don't even need to discuss <laughs> <Obviously>. it. <laughs> Zombie Land, Double Tap. Another uh, Zombie Land movie. Another one. It's too long, man. It's too long. You waited too long. Yep. That's how well, waited too long. And another one where I think Joe's correct. We just got the trailer for this. It comes out in two months, you know, early in two months. Uh, yeah. There yeah. certainly yeah, might not even crazy. be a second trailer. I don't know, guys. This is I'm like s- a watch at home. Like, I'm chilling. It's on Netflix. Yeah. On. I was going to say not a hit, but also not shit. Just kind of like, you know, in the middle. So It's yeah. something I'll see eventually but yeah. not something I'm running to. But let's talk yeah. about, I mean, the director, Ruben Fleischer, was like, I'm not coming back for Venom 2. No, 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 You know, you're going in totally different directions. I got Zombieland Double Tap all figured out, baby. <laughs> it's like, I'm working this with is Woody what Harrelson want. either way. Well, it's probably yeah, for the best right. that, that they got a different director for Venom 2, but... Yeah. I don't all think right. Ruben Fleischer is a very good director. No, Gangsterland's your oh. favorite movie. You're always talking about that. <laughs> yeah, of course. I want to be a gangster. And I'm going to throw one more hitter shit in there. Uh, this season of the NFL, hitter shit. Wow. Oh, I mean, if we're going off, uh, <laughs> uh, if we're doing our individual teams, shit, 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 <laughs> and shit, and I'm forcing all of that on you guys. Um, no, no, I'm going to say hit. shit, shit for Colin, shit for Joe, <laughs> hit for me and Mike, of course. No. Yeah, until, uh, no, I'm, I'm, I'm excited for the season. The I Colts think it's going to be luck, a man. lot of fun to watch. Yeah, it's a yeah. it's a shame what's going on with with Indianapolis. I thought they'd have a run, but uh, yeah. I don't know, man. I'm we are on football eve. It is coming very very soon. We have a draft I, uh, coming up. Yes, we yeah, do. We Readers of this podcast, up. we will keep you updated in future episodes. We do have our fantasy draft coming up. That's right. It is on Labor Day. I've been uh, researching the heck out of some uh, of. Football, you know, sportsman. football knowledge what, and I've been codes? mocking drafts and all kinds of stuff and I'm ready. I'm probably the most prepared. Oh, uh, me God. and Cole. Cole. Cole's been preparing a lot. I know you guys are not. Oh, God. I'm going to fucking lose anything. again. All right. Well, that's been Normies Like Us. <laughs> Thank you so much. Touchdown. No, but definitely, uh, yeah, we'll keep you posted, Jacob. Good luck. You are the champion, but you're going down. Thank you. This is truly, though, the 60th episode. We thank you for sticking with us through this discussion of D23 video game news, everything in between the hits and shits, the highs and lows. Thank you for stopping by. Leave the reviews on iTunes. We always appreciate it. And uh, thank you all very much for being joining me on this uh, episode, guys. And uh, I've been Mike. This is Colin. Joe. And this is Jacob. All right. Thanks, normies. Happy 60th, guys. We're not going to make it there in real life. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm all right. Burn um, your cash, right. buy the Bitcoin. All right. <laughs> Take care, Normies. We'll see you see next yep. time with Crash Bandicoot. Bye. 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 Colin, you say bye now. <laughs> I said see ya like five minutes before that. <laughs> nice. I think I wanted to like at the end just get wild lines of us being like, no way. Called it, dude. <laughs> and, I, and I can use those for the song. Yeah, yeah Jellico Cat. Oh, hell yeah. This is Aquaman. And if you enjoyed that episode, I'd really appreciate it if you give it a like, share, and subscribe on iTunes. And you'd really be one of my man if you share with a friend. We'll be seeing you around.